Ah, shit. You know what that means, baby. You know what that means. It's another episode of Rated G with Gary G. Garcia and Brian T. Licata. We're doing it again, baby. Non-stop. Nothing can stop us. We just keep going and going and going. And today, I am very excited about this show. He's been on our show twice before. We got him again. <clears throat> Love when he's on. And I'm, I've been, I'm very excited to have you on, man, to do a little catching up. My brother, Jason Scoop. And if you don't know who this man is, then you must be under a fucking rock right now because no one is blowing up like this man is blowing up. What's going on, everybody? Dude. <laughs> Scoop, good to see you, bro. Scoop, it's, it's, first it's, of all, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I know you're a busy dude, man. And and every time I ask you, you, you work it out with me, man. You're like, well, I could do this day and I'm down to do it. Yo, you're the man, dude. I fucking hey. love you, Jason. Bro. You know, you're one of those few people when I first met you, I knew you was good people, man. And right you back at Gary, both of you guys, man, both of you guys. Um, yeah, I it's an absolute of course I I, I do anything to I love you guys, man. Thank you. Get Thank, shit. You. Thank you. Before Thank we you. even get into anything, and there's a lot of stuff I know we're just gonna get into naturally because that's how we do it. I just want to see Brian, how's your how's your week going so far? It's Saturday. How was your week? Uh, good. I was telling Scoop right before the show. I'm just doing some video work. I've been pretty, pretty busy with that. So I'm just trying to make some scratch all this month, you know, a little extra scroll for the pocket to maybe yeah, get some clips cut from the podcast. You know, that's what it's all in, uh, in motion for, you know, yeah, all, man, I'm, all, I'm all on the journey vibe. to be, to be, to be doing, um, are those mushrooms? Are you eating mushrooms right now? Nah, is that man. a bag of mushrooms, dude? <laughs> it's, it's too early for mushrooms. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a second. I was like, wait a second. What's going on over there? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, yeah. I'm just, uh, yeah. I'm feeling great, dude. I'm, I'm. It's, I'm just, ha I'm happy that we're doing the show this morning. Happy scoops here. Yeah, man. My week is going good, man. I was uh, last night over in Springfield at uh, the Comedy Cove. Big up to the Comedy Cove. Pew, and everybody, pew. big up to them, man. They, uh. They the, Jazz, the, button, the, the button is it's sticking today. <laughs> it's just a click and it's sticking. Big up to my daughter, Jasmine. She's out in Florida mm. living her best life with her husband, Kyle. Big up to Kyle. Happy Father's <coughs> Day to you, Kyle, coming up tomorrow. And speaking of Father's Day, big up to all the fathers out there for Father's Day. And when I say fathers, I mean fathers, not single mothers, not anybody else, but fathers, okay? Mothers have Mother's Day. And if you're a single mother, you're doing double the work, but you're still a mother. All right? Let's get it right. You're not a mother and a father. You're just putting in double the work. So, uh, you know, big up to all the fathers who are doing their job and are out there supporting their families. And uh, you're misunderstood and neglected and unappreciated. Then you're doing your job. So big up to all the fathers out there. Big up to Comedy Cove. I'll be out there again if anyone's in New York area. It's only like 20 minutes from New York. Check out, go to Springfield. I'll be there tonight with my man Buddha, nine o'clock over at <coughs> over at the Comedy Cove. Um, feeling good, man. On Saturday, I decided I was over at Ocean for a little while, and I decided uh, I I felt like one of the machines had some money in it, so I had oh. twenty dollars. I had twenty dollars to burn, and uh, I was down to my eighty last eighty cents. And I hit for 560 bucks. Woo! So big up to a free. Really? To a free weekend and a car note payment. 
Wow. Yeah, 80 man, cents? You you hit 500 off an 80 cent spin on the machine? No, no, I had I had uh I had two something left and it was a bet. I could have bet 80 cents and got like three more bets, but instead I went big on on a 280 bet. I bet $2.80 uh... and I had, I had one 80 cent bet left and I fucking hit for five for 560, I think it was. What kind of machine was it? Uh the Buffaloes. Ah, I love the Buffalo. Stampede! Dude, you had to see me. Anyone who ever seen me play slots, they know that I bugged the fuck out, dude. When, once it starts hitting, I had fucking shit all over. I was losing my fucking mind. And I got exactly what I thought was there. I said, if I can get like 500 bucks, I'll be good. I hit 560, pulled that shit right out. Because so I'm feeling good. And I had, to, I, had, I had a gig last night that was banging, made some extra dough. So yeah, when we're talking about making dough, that's the trick, man. I'm trying to get addicted again to money. You know what happened? Like during during COVID, man, I was caking. I was caking, dog. I was addicted to stacks. Mm-hmm. I just kept filling up my drawer with stacks. I was like, I want to get this whole drawer filled. And then, you know, my son moved in and I just washed my whole drawer depleted. <laughs> but enough, enough about us. Jason, I brought you on for a couple of reasons, man. You mm-hmm. are the epitome of striking when the iron is hot. Yeah. You saw the opportunity, man. You've been patient. You've been doing your thing. And it's paying off. And I love to see my people shine, man. I love it. You're fucking doing your thing, man. You got to check out his podcast, the Trump podcast. Uh, you got any gigs coming up? Uh, tonight, actually. Good thing this is live. I'm at the Double L Tavern in, in Hicksville, New York, out in Long Island. Yeah, baby. That's yes, cool. Sir. Who are you playing with? I'm with Terry McNeely, bro. Oh, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, very cool. Get the fuck out of here. That's going to be a great show, dude. It'll be fire. I'm right. guessing it's a Republican show. <laughs> <I guess so. laughs> it's in Hicksville. So. <laughs> well, you know them Hicks. <laughs> so, Jason, let's get into it, man. What uh, What's going through your mind with the whole second indictment, man? I mean, look. <laughs> well, I got two schools of thought. Let's hear them, baby. They're, and they're very opposing. <laughs> the first school of thought is, this is fucked up. They're going after my boy DJT. Overzealous prosecution. Clearly, I mean, I mean, this is like, unpre- I mean, there's a RIP America. America's over. There's no more America. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Sleepy Joe going after his... Number one opponent. It's 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 it's, it's insane. Whether you like him or not, or not, whether you like him or not, it's really this, the FBI. I feel like it's the FBI more so than even Biden. Is the, is the FBI is going after him? I mean, That's- but they've they've been running. They've been here's the thing. They've been pulling the strings since like they shot JFK. Yeah. So Trump came in and he he's the only guy that didn't want to blow up every country and everything and that's why they want to destroy they're trying to assassinate him through the uh through the uh the uh pr- law instead yep. of with the bullet. And if that yep. don't work, then the bullet's coming next. I, we all know the bullet's I, coming. I was going to say, dude, see if they don't get him with this one. Right? Like this yeah. is federal. He's facing yeah. life in prison. Right. It's unreal. Un fucking real. And <laughs> It's just unreal whether you no, like him or not. Who the fuck would want to be president if you know that after you become president, they're going to come back for you? Exactly. They're removing all the incentive. Like the whole the whole reason to be president is that you're untouchable for the rest of your life. And yeah, now they're yeah. locking up the president. Yeah. Who the fuck is going to want that job? It's 
crazy. But to to finish answering um, the initial question, yeah, the other school good. of thought is, I mean, hey, this is more more publicity for me. Right. Yeah, it's good yeah. for business. <laughs> it's good for you. Yes. Yeah, I felt the now, same way about COVID. Now, That's exactly were, how I felt about COVID. When were it went you away, into politics went. before? I've never asked you this. Were you into politics like as like a kid? Like because you seem somewhat interested also in the history and the stuff behind it, rather than just for the humor in it. Well, um, that's also kind of a complicated answer too, because I I kind of um, like you seem smart. You seem smart about all of it. Like it's not like you're just right. you're just doing a shtick of Trump. I, you know what I'm saying? I followed politics really closely pretty much since like middle school. Um, and then it peaked during the Trump years. Once Biden got in, I kind of like completely stopped watching the news. But obviously news would still find me mm -hmm. yeah. through because we all have this phone in the palm of my our hands. So the news finds us. But I'm not really seeking it out as much, but it's slowly trickling its way to me. But I, I would say I'm getting back into it now that Trump entertainer in chief is back like more and more in the news but i would say um i don't i'll say this i don't have very few of my feelings and emotions are in politics it's all up here yeah i don't i don't have any heart in it because it's all a farce right i agree that's actually perfectly said see i can't i can't do that i can't there's there, i i i can't draw that line no, at all you're nervous no, I'm not. I'm not nervous. It's more, but just passionate because I like. I don't really see how you can separate it. You know, I, I can't personally separate it from the heart because it affects all of us so so deeply. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it really does. You know, like that's even on always the macro what people level. say when I say what I just said. People mm -hmm. say what you just said, but mm -hmm. I would say, where does okay when you hate the guy across the street <laughs> because he voted for whoever, mm -hmm. and now you're beefing with your neighbor. The guy who lives right across the street your, is your mortal enemy who you used to hang out with. You know, you used to bring your kids to school. That's when it's like, okay, it affects everybody. But when it starts to ruin your own life, because what people are doing is they're like, I care about politics. I'm passionate mm -hmm. about politics. But their passion is turning inward, and everybody's destroying their own life by caring about politics so much. And I think <coughs> the best way to make a difference is just by being a good guy or a good lady. And that's mm -hmm. it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that independent shit that I that I talk about all the time. We all have an independent. Um, and I that I I agree with that. The part that I disagree with, instead of being mad at the guy across the street, is the two of you need to be together, mad at the <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, I, I feel know. like sorry. I, I feel like that's why people like Trump because it's like I don't need to be a warrior. He's a freaking warrior. Yeah. He's, uh -huh. he's facing seventy five felonies now, and he's like ah. You know, it's just like he's the let him be the happy warrior. I'll be here chilling, you know, doing my thing on my end. Yeah, I'll never forget what you said the last ep episode that you were on where uh, we were talking about how some people think Trump's a bully. And you made the comment that bullies pick on the weak. Yeah. And that Trump goes after the strongest people that are out there. Exactly. He's and he's with Fox News. And what, other, what other Republican candidate would be like, screw Fox News? No, they're all. He goes at Fox News. He went at the Clinton machine, the Bush machine, the FBI, the CIA, the yeah. deep state. Everybody he's beefing with is bigger than him. And if That's he right. has if he has a beef with somebody smaller, it's because they came at him first and he's a counterpuncher. Yeah. You're right. And the truth of the matter is we're talking about the passion that people are into into politics. What I've what I've come to realize is people have a passion for it. 
but most people have no idea what they're talking about. Right. That, that is that is completely None. accurate. Yes. None. Zero idea. And they, dude, people don't even know how many branches of government we have. People don't well, know I don't there's either. a difference between <laughs> three. Three? Okay. Yeah. The what executive, are they? the judicial, uh, and the legislative branch. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm learning. And then on the legislative branch, you have the House and the Senate. Stuff gets passed through the House first, which is the lower side. And then it goes through the Senate. And then once it passes through the Senate, then it gets signed by the president. I the got to law. go there. Yeah, I saw sick. that, yo. Mm -hmm. I was in the Capitol, baby. And I didn't even I have saw to that. climb a wall or break a window. <laughs> they invited you in. And you I didn't even have to invited. chop off your dick. You didn't even have to chop off your dick or nothing. And they, shot, they, they invited you in. No tits. You went there with no tits. Bro, nothing. Just <laughs> I happened to meet a congressman. A very controversial one, mm -hmm. Mr. George Santos. I recently, saw that recently federally <laughs> indicted on twenty-five felonies. Speaking of indictments, that's Holy my boy. Shit. That's Holy my guy. Shit. That's your guy. Oh man, I saw that and I bugged the fuck out. I said, "Jason Scoop is with <laughs> George Santos, dude." Dude, this dude. We might be talking to the next president. Let me tell you something. And he's going to run as Trump. What, what happened was I was hanging out with my buddy and people wanted to drink and do God knows what with me. And I said, Jason, you got to be responsible. Don't don't drink. Don't do this, that and the other. Get on the train and go home. And this was one of like I really I was dragging my feet. I'm like, oh, I want to stay out, but oh, I got it. Do the right thing. And then I said, it's going to come back to me. It's going to come back to me. Something good's going to happen. I yeah. sit on the Long Island Railroad. I got two minutes before the door is about to shut. This kid, Kareem, texts me. He's a fan of mine. I met him at some event that they hired me to do. He's like, bro, are you in the city right now? I said, yeah, I'm about to leave. He said, I'm at Beach Cafe. I probably shouldn't say the name of the place, but he's like, I'm at this spot with George Santos. I'm like, oh, shoot. That guy's big. He's all over the yeah. news. He's so all like, over I got the you. I, I jump off the train just as the doors Damn. are just as the doors are about to close. The doors are closing as I exit. I hop in an Uber. I get there. Santos is sitting there, and I'm just you know I'm just myself, and I'm I'm just you know being funny. Being you, that's all you yeah, have I'm to be. I'm just being going. me, and I got Santos keeled over, just dying laughing, dying laughing. I'm doing all the I'm doing Seinfeld, Trump, Biden, Cosby, Bush. Obama, I'm 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 putting on a show. It all. Yeah. I'm putting on a show. And Santos goes, Can you do a George Santos? And I'm like, uh, not yet. But I was like, I'm gonna work on it. I'm like, but how would I get that to you? Like, how would you see it? And he goes, So Kareem, the guy who invited me, he goes, Oh, well, you could send it to me and I could send it to George. And George goes, Don't be silly. Give me your phone. I'll give you my number. So George Santos puts his number in my what, phone. Dude? Yeah. So, oh, it gets even crazy. So, so George Santos puts his number it's in my phone. I kind of see this like he hooking up with George Santos. George's like, let me get your phone. Put this number in. <laughs> Kareem, Kareem, the ultimate cock blocker with fucking Kareem. Nah, you know? Kareem set him up, dog. What are you yeah, talking Kareem, about? Kareem hooked it up, bro. Kareem oh, so true. But he was, he was trying to, uh, he's trying to well, interview. Ah, you know? nah, hey, nah, that's, nah, hey, nah, that's the name of the game. 48 he Laws played, of Power. Yeah, you're right. He played you're it right, right. smart. He played it smart. What's he supposed to assume? Yeah. Give, I'll give you his number. No, that's true. Oh. That's true. I, I, I was discounting that he brought you 
there. He told right. you to come. Yeah, he told you to so come. Then, Shout out Kareem, my bad. So then Santos gives me a ride to Penn Station. And I don't know cars, but he had like a really nice car. I don't know what type of car he had, but was he, it was he driving like, himself. Yeah, he was driving himself. Wow. And we listened to Kanye West's Monster. Bitch, I'm a monster. No good. We're both. His sunroof is open. <laughs> oh, my God. What time yo. is it? What time of day is it? It's like maybe 11 at night. Oh, okay. my God. No, close to midnight. That's, oh, that's my late. God. That's amazing. Bitch, I'm a monster. No good blood sucker. Fat motherfucker. Now, look. So me and Santos and Kareem, we're <laughs> jamming out. Kareem, I'm in the. I'm How the- does Kareem know Santos? Kareem is a is a young kid. Uh, he's 23 years old. He's very politically connected. He's okay. uh, not a comedian. He, he ran for Congress in his district and lost. But he's very, he's a sweet guy. I love him to death. He's a pilot. He has, I'm right now, I'm living in Long Island. He has a, at the uh, airport, right, the town right next to me, Kareem has a flight school. So he's 23 years old. He runs a flight school. He knows oh, George Santos. This kid is connected. L- Muslim kid, Republican, Muslim kid, you know, um, he's a, he, uh, I don't want to. He's a member of the same community George Santos is a member of in terms of all yes. types of letters uh, and colors. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and yeah. So he's like he's part of the al- alphabet mob, but he's not Italian. But he's so not never, Italian. But he'll never fully be considered a mafia mob. He is a sweetheart. I love he'll him. Never be a made man. Yeah, yeah, never be a made man. But I love the guy and I love Georgie boy. That's what I call him, Georgie boy. <laughs> so George gives me a ride to Penn Station, say goodbyes. I go home. I, I, uh, I wake up the next morning and I say, I text him, George, hey, man, it was a pleasure. You know, do the niceties that everybody's supposed to do. George, it was a pleasure meeting you last night. Uh, I had a great time. Um, you know, I keep it. That's it. So you got another date? Well, here, let's check this out. So hour goes by, maybe two hours. I take the train into the city. I go to meet up with Ron Barber. We were doing something about the shoot. So I'm, I'm, I'll, never Ron Barber. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. In a while, three years I'm at least. Walking through Times Square, God. Santos texts me back. Jason, it was so nice meeting you last night. You're truly entertaining. You should come to the Capitol. I'll give you a tour. Did you do? Uh, God. Did you? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm like, yeah. When sure. now? I'm like, how would we? How would we go about? When? How do we do this? And he goes, well, he goes, it's the people's house. So you're welcome anytime I'm in session and I'm in session all next week, Monday through Friday, I'll be there. So I scramble, I get, a, I, I hit up uh, Eric Grooms. I say, Eric, I actually, well, I hit up a few people. Big up here. Eric Grooms, man. Yo, you were dropping some names right now. Yeah, Eric, don't know. Man, and um, uh, he, I go, Eric, I have a proposition for you. He goes, I'm in. <laughs> Before he even said what it was. And he goes, okay, DC. He goes, I go, the train is 200 bucks each direction. He goes, I'd have to take off of work. I go, dude, just give me a number, whatever you want to be compensated. I will Venmo you right. He goes, give me 400 bucks. I Venmo him that second. 
because you know he had to take off of work so right, yeah. you know and, and he was my ride without him i would have been screwed and my camera guy too so right the next morning i wake up i go to I, I hop on the train i take the one train to eric's house we're in his kitchen his wife is making us coffee and on the tv you hear this ominous music Dun, 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 dun. The deceitful congressman George Santos exposed tonight at 9 p.m. The Santos special, and I'm just there like, yeah, this is dope. So be- we get to DC, we park the car, and you know, in the back of my mind, I- I'm always optimistic, but I'm like. Are we really gonna get into the Capitol? Surreal. Uh, uh, in, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking there's a 35 percent chance we get in, and I don't do math, so 35 minus 100, whatever percent that is, we're 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 just gonna hang out, take some pictures by the Lincoln Memorial, and go back home. So I text George, "Hey, buddy, we just parked." Hour goes by, don't hear from him. We're walking around the Capitol, and like, bro, there's like those moving cameras that follow every step you take. There's all these dudes in unmarked cars with binoculars. Mm-hmm. There's a bomb sniffing dog. Cause we both have big backpacks. They walk right up to us. Then they don't make any, and they're not trying to hide that. They're trying to sniff and see if we got a bomb or a gun or whatever. The, so we, we, we do a little walk around. And now uh, I know from like watching TV that the, most of their congressional offices are in a building that's connected Across the street, it's connected underground. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's three. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I get to the side where those buildings are at, and I text George again. I'm like, hey, George, we're on uh, Constitution Ave. And he texts me, and he goes, oh, my guy Vish will call you in a, in three minutes. I get a call. It's Vish. Vish knew. Yo, shout out to Vish. That's my guy right there. Vish knew. Vish. That's, that's George's director of operations. He's this Indian guy. He's the Vish is the man. That's all I gotta say. I'll put you guys on to Vish. Vish is the guy. So Vish is like, uh, what are you wearing? I'm like, I'm wearing a I was wearing my Caitlin for California hat. I'm like, I'm wearing a blue hat. It says Caitlin Jenner for California. So he's like, All right, bet. So and Caitlin, I hang up the phone. That's I'm like, the hat he wore, Caitlin Jenner for California. That's yeah. fucking great. You're amazing. I hang up the phone and I still don't believe I still. Now I'm like, okay, 80, 90%, 95% chance. You still feel it. like you're being catfished. Yeah, they like run a background check. You have a ticket in Montana that you didn't pay. <laughs> you can't come in. So, and he just scoops us up and we just go in. We do a little security, like airport, not even airport. You yeah, put, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you put your phone in. in. Yeah. I just put my thing in there. And now I'm in the Capitol. Now, now, did you go... How did you enter? Because I used to work down there. So which which way did you go into the Capitol building? Did you go underground and then in, or did you get to walk we into the bottom? Took a choo choo train. Oh, the underground train. We took a we train. Took the shuttle from Rayburn into the Capitol, right? Yeah. 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 It's so, very cool. It's so very right cool. now we're in the office part, and mm-hmm. you know, there's hundreds of congressmen. There's five famous ones: George Santos, AOC, Chuck Schumer. You know, Anna Paulina Luna, that mm, she's sexy. AOC was there, son. We didn't see AOC, oh. but uh, but I'm saying my point is there's hundreds of congressmen, people. There's only five famous ones. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm very walking true. past each office. Everything's pretty nondescript. They have the <laughs> name of each person on each office. We go down a hallway. We make a right. And then I see George's office and his office is like. There's like lights. It's looked like it's like it was like National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. It's, it's all decked ball. out. 
Yeah, this we open the door, his office is there. Everybody's cool. It's three office, it's one office, but it's three offices. He has right, his yeah, one, and he has his team, and then everything else. And you know what I what I, I say? People talk shit about George. They say he's a criminal, he's a liar. A lot of people they meet me and they just want to see the Trump. They want to see the Trump. They want to see the Trump. They want to see the Trump. Do Trump, do Trump. I walked into George's office. And I was like, I, I was like on command. I'm on cue. I'm like, unbelievable. He's like, Jason. He's like, you ain't got to do that Trump stuff. Come here, Jason. He gives me a hug. And he super duper duper cool and super friendly. And then he's like, you know, we're hanging out for like two minutes. And then he goes, so are you guys up for you guys ready to see the the, the main building? You guys want to do the, the uh, we're like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then he he took us on. Oh. One other thing. So we get in the elevator and he goes, Eric goes, he goes, we're voting tomorrow. And Eric goes, what are you doing today? He goes, nothing. I came in today for Jason. <laughs> he goes, I came in today for Jason. And he goes, and he was, he's like, I'm wearing my iconic outfit. Me his little sweater shirt. He goes, I had to, like, oh. he goes, I had to dig it up from the back of my closet, but I brought out my look for you. And I'm like, bro, this is thank you, dude. And we get down, and then he's like, we can or we could take the train. I'm like, we gotta take the train. We gotta take the train. Gotta so take the train. I, I looked at him. I'm like, bro, you're like Willy Wonka, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Willy Wonka. Yeah. So then he goes, is the train operating? And the guy's like, this black guy. He's just like, yeah. So he presses a button, and the train just shows up. There's a conductor. Conductor mm -hmm. doesn't say a word. We get in the train as tight. You know, he's a big guy. So we're sitting, me and George, we're sitting knee to knee. Then you got Eric and Vish sitting knee to knee. The conductor guy presses a button and boom, we take off. And then we're going, it's zooming. And there's like an insignia of every state. If you look to the right, there's yep, like yep, in the yep, order in which yep. they were founded. And then we get out. And the next thing you know, I had to put take, put my phone on a, on a desk. And then we went into the House chamber, which is, you know, where what we all see on TV. That's where the State of the Union happens. Mm -hmm. That's where they're like, ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States, that room. And he was, you know, it was really cool because I, I always like it when I see somebody who's doing whatever they're supposed to be doing in life. They're not just working at Walmart. They're actually fulfilling their destiny. And I don't know what's in the cards for George. I don't know. You know, I hope he doesn't end up in prison or anything. But he was so excited and happy to give us a tour and show us the Capitol and show us all these details. He's like, this is my card. This is how we vote on bills. He's like, it's digital. Cool. He, yeah, and he showed, the lights. They have the lights up there. And then yeah, man. And he showed us all these details and everything. And it was really sweet. And then we we left the chamber and we were about to exit. And he goes, Oh, look over there. That's where Ashley Babbitt got shot on January 6th. You know, all that craziness. And then um we uh did you know a bunch of Puerto Rican nationalists shot up the Capitol building yes, in the 50s? He told us all about that. We saw yeah. where the bullet holes were in the mm -hmm. ceiling and in the desk, all that. I stuff. used to did he tell you that uh congressional pages carried the guy out? Did you hear that part of the story? There's like no, a he didn't tell like, me that a, part. A picture of young kids carrying the congressman who got shot off of it. But in, in the back of the on the Capitol floor, there's two desks in the back corner on the left side and the right side. Did you, you see those little desks on the back of the floor? They used to have kids who ran messages around oh, on wow. the house floor, and I did that when I was when I was in high school. Oh, that's was, so cool! Yeah, it's the first saying. time he got diddled. You <laughs> want to know what's so crazy, man? Second, this, this is second. 
as, as I hear this story, man, it's an amazing story. And I, I want to hear, if you're not finished, I want to hear the rest of it. But it's amazing. How many indictments is he under right now? I think he it's uh, like 20 something. He's facing like, I think it's like 16 felony counts, wire wow. fraud, um, Look at misuse this, of man. campaign funds. Yeah. And lying to the House of Representatives. Two counts uh, of lying to the House of Representatives. But, you know, to me, I sit there and go, man, like, that's power right there to, like, have these indictments hanging over your head. And, yet I'm going to go hook up with Jason Scoop and show him around. I got better problem in the world. Let me just show you around today, man. You know what yeah. I'm doing today? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I came for you to hang out. That's a certain kind of power, though, because if you put one indictment over my head, yeah. I'm not hanging out. You got to drag right. me out of my house to go hang out. I'm stressed. I got an indictment over my fucking head. Right. This dude is hanging out catering admitted, to Jason, man. That's the kind of he, he admitted to check fraud in 2010. It, it speaks to the power that that man has, and it speaks to the adorability and the talent that this man has. <laughs> well, that's I, what it speaks to. It I, says this man has that charisma that I'm going to take a break from my 14 indictments and I'm going to go hang with this dude because he has that charisma that if I go to jail, I want to fucking at least say I hung out with Jason Scoop for a fucking day. And I'll come visit him. Yeah, man. You know, if if yeah. if God forbid, if he ends up in there, I would visit him. But I, but I, I feel like he might, he might, he might be trying to fish for some conjugals. But I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Are you are you getting any like are you getting any like 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 good night scoops or like let me know when you get home no, scoop? I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. this Did he tell a, you to text him when you got home? Let no, him know this, you got home. Okay. This, this is another reason why I like him so much. You would think, you know, he's he's a gay man and all that. But when we I hang out, wrong with that. When, I know nothing wrong with that. But when we hang out, yeah, we joke. Obviously, everybody jokes around. There's some jokes or whatever. But he's yeah. never been. And I hung out with him many times after that. I, I hung, met up with him at the Beach Cafe again. He, he called me on his way home from work. I mean, we're, we're buddies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. So uh, we definitely and he, texted him to let, yeah. him, let him know that you got home to Get back home. Okay. <laughs> I'll he just definitely say did. <laughs> I, I got back to New York. Okay. He he's never been. He's never crossed a weird line. Yeah. yeah so that's I mean, another that's... thing that I would say. He's just. He's just a. He's just a respectable to me. I don't know. Ninety nine percent. That's how it's gonna be. Right. Ninety nine percent, dude. I mean, I worked in fashion for twenty years, man. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. used to hang out with gay dudes left and right. Bring them to my house. You know, hang out. You know, yeah. and I'm not. Look, and, I've been groped, and and uh, oh, see, that's the thing. I've never been groped, man. I, I got really groped. offended. I'm offended, man. I'm very offended. I got groped. Not one at a, that I have enough. You're you're an unmolestable child. I was a more unmolestable adult. Exactly. Yeah. But it was a it was a uh, it was a sucker grope because my back was turned. I was <laughs> at the bar, and a guy drive by groped me. He grabbed my ass cheek. And then uh was it like a real solid to get a whole cheek? I or? would you know, I can't remember vividly because I was very intoxicated, but I do remember I was like, did that motherfucker just and he was boom out. He just just grope like it was like a it was almost like wow. a like a ghost grope. Yeah. And uh and then there was an, uh, another time I almost got molested, but uh as an adult, not as a child, as an adult, but I, I escaped that one. I escaped that one. Because yeah, all you gotta do as an adult is just get up and be like, hey. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. as a child, you're you could you know. But as an but adult, listen, man, I was talking to Marcelo, 
mm-hmm. Perez, right? Who who uh we both know he's new on SNL and shit. Yeah, you're very much kind of in that wave where like you gotta know now, you know, before going in. Of course. Because you're you're at the point now where dicks are gonna be getting offered to you guys. Of course. You know, I'm so not, it look. comes down to it comes down to you know, you gotta go in there knowing how many you're willing to suck. Let me tell you something. That we see you on TV, dog. I know? told myself the other day, man, you got to have the number set. If you don't have a number set in your head, they're just going to keep feeding you dicks. <laughs> you got to have a number. Is, I'm a lot more afraid of the Illuminati. Yes. Yes. Because you we could, I don't even, we could get into that rabbit hole because I'm now starting to hear stories about the Illuminati and the, the, the satanical worship and the selling the soul. And I'm, I'm talking yeah. about eyewitnesses. I'm talking about eyewitnesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And then the second... If anybody's trying to guess, we need more people to come on the show. I, and then the second I hear it was particularly pertaining to the music industry. Dude, mm-hmm. of course, man. So the second I hear about this stuff, I get booked on... Uh, they they asked me to, to sell, to like promote Smirnoff Vodka at Hot 97 through an old comedian friend. And so I'm at Hot 97, and the person that this young lady told me about the devil and the worship and the soul selling was right there on stage, right after. I mean, what are the chances? Hot 97, me, huh? And and then, I I don't want to say too much right now, but... Don't say too much. Your career is bubbling. A lot of music industry... Okay. Uh... I just want to say this. I'm on Cardi B knows who I am. Let's just say that I'm on Cardi B's radar. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, I know she is. No, with the music industry, though, it's always been that way. You know, and I will say this, too. The devil hasn't made a good album since I'd I'd say since graduation. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But Mm -hmm. but the reality is, no, that's music is the heavy like it's to me it's the heaviest when it comes to being into the whole satanic shit and you know a lot of these shows now a lot of these shows now what people don't realize like when you go to a weekend concert and it's all red and he's got everyone dressed and he looks like the you guys are at a satanic song called sacrifice you're at a satanic worship that's what you're doing unwillingly you're all sitting there and they they they're using you guys to worship their masters yeah yeah no it's very big in that shit and yeah you're gonna start seeing all that shit very soon too yeah, because you're at that bubbling point where people are gonna start saying, "Jason, how famous do you want to be?" Right. You know, I don't want to be sucking seven dicks famous. No, seven seems to be the number, though. You, you know, know what? You know why I'm not susceptible to that? I've been happy at every level. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm I'm always happy. Yep. I'm happy now. I was happy when I worked at a moving job. I even missed the moving job. I miss hanging out yep. with the guy, the ex-convicts I worked with, and how much we joked around. And I miss every. I enjoyed. See, I, 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 I've never been unhappy, and I'm not. So, I'm not so thirsty. You see these guys? They're so thirsty. Yeah. They're so thirsty. Yeah. They're so thirsty. I'm not. I'm not dying for. I got a beverage right here. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I think that's why I connect with you and a lot of people like you, like Tristan and there's certain comedians that when I met them, I, right when I met them, I was like, this is a dude I would chill with outside of comedy. If, mm-hmm. if I never did comedy and I met this dude, I would chill with this dude. Mm-hmm. And it's because you would still be that dude if, yeah. you, if you didn't do comedy. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? How many, also- how many comedians do we know that, that being a comedian is what makes them? 
right. the coolest thing they've ever done. And you those, know what are I'm the ones, those are the ones who suck the seven dick who <coughs> fucking okay, I'll worship Satan, I'll do this, yeah. or maybe unwittingly, I'll I'll do this and sign, and that's how I'll wear this. I'll I'm not yeah, and another to another, and I'm sure Gary, I'm sure both of you guys are like I I I can't even I I've gotten off financial offers, okay? Like not crazy, like a thousand bucks, fifteen hundred bucks, but I don't like the person, and they just say one wrong thing. I'm like, ah. Eh. I'm not even, I'm not broke anymore. Sorry. Yeah, next. Right. So I'm not, exactly. I just, if I'm, if I don't vibe with the person, I'm out. Yep. My and central nervous too. system starts to shut down. Like I, I get like asked all the time when I was with Epic, how come I didn't just give them what they wanted? You know what I'm saying? And I knew what I saw already what they were doing. You know what I'm saying? They were trying to like get me to do whatever the fuck they wanted me to do. And they start with little things and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, listen, man. It comes down to this. Doing music was great. Doing comedy is great. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's fun. It's great. I love doing it. But it's not what makes me who I am. You understand? This is, doing comedy isn't what makes me cool. It might make me a little cooler, but it's not what makes mm -hmm. me cool. I would still be this dude if I worked at Home Depot. If mm -hmm. I worked at Home Depot, I'd still be that dude that goes to the club mm -hmm. and gets right in. Yep. Doesn't have to wait online. Gets right mm -hmm. in. Goes to the bar. Gets free drinks. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Walks in and people go, geez, here. I'd be that dude if I worked in Home Depot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I know exactly who what I saying. am. And that's how I feel about you. You're that same dude that we drinking at a bar. You're doing your impressions. Even if you didn't do comedy, that's just who you are. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You just keep it real. Doing comedy makes you cooler, but it, it's not what makes you cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm constantly with people that if if they if comedy left them, they do nothing. They'd be sitting on their couches doing nothing, just going on. I'd still be that dude that's out there that people still want to talk to. And, exactly. fucking hang and they're with also them. validation chasers. Oh, my God, dude. They need. Oh, my God. They need valid validation. validation. And what they don't realize is. These people that, oh, please like me, please like me, please like me. They're not even going to do anything for you because they don't even respect you. Nope. Nope. It's a crazy thing, man. It's a crazy thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the best point right there. They, yeah, you won't get any respect. Yeah. No, dude. Sure. It's people like, don't need to sell themselves. They're flushing their own soul down the toilet. Exactly. Exactly. But even with the music, dude, you know how many artists have come straight out and said it? And like people just let it like they let it slide by like that wasn't just said. Katy Perry in an interview sits down and says, and we've shown it on one of our podcasts, but she sits down and she says, you know, I tried to do it on my own and it wasn't working. And I wanted to be like this girl and that girl. So I sold my soul and then just keeps talking, you know. And then they got Bob Dylan. They asked Bob Dylan, why do you keep performing? Because he still performs to this day. And he goes, I'm just keeping up my end of the bargain. They said, the bargain that you made with who? He goes, you know, the big yeah. guy, the devil. Right. And, and they constantly say this. This mad artist who say that. Sold my soul to the devil. Sold my soul right. to the devil. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I don't understand me, I do. why people don't take it. It's like when people first started talking about New World Order. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, he's one of them New World Order. But then you go back to the first Bush. Mm -hmm. And you can see every president talking mm -hmm. about the new world order, every single president. But yet you bring it up and they go, oh, you're on that. That's that conspiracy shit or whatever, whatever. I mean, the reality is 
conspiracies are obviously existing. The whole thing is it's not just a theory anymore. Right. Because people go, oh, there's no more conspiracies. No, a conspiracy is one or two people plotting against something or somebody to, you know, either take them out or to get some, you know, some sort of gain out of it. That's a conspiracy. Right. All that's being proven now is that a lot of that shit is true. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And what's going on now with Trump is straight up, it's blatant. It's completely blatant. The federal government is trying to lock. And what's crazy is he could still run. Yeah, I re- Gary, every time I think about the concept of him being imp- imprisoned and still running and winning, I think of you because when I came on your podcast and I was in a car, I remember one time I came on your podcast, I was in my yep. ex's car. Yep. Uh, yeah, you brought that up, and I – I always think about that. And it's so funny that you're bringing that up again. And it's and it's good in this point of the conversation that you're bringing up Trump again because we're talking all this devil talk, devil talk, devil talk, devil talk. I'm like, bro, God is still way more powerful. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. And, you know. Yeah, no doubt. Like I said, I, I don't get all caught up in it like with fear because I know what side I'm on. And you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm on the side of righteousness. I might not be 100% righteous. They got me. Nobody Jesus, is. I'm on I mean, the you side think, of righteousness. You, you Donald I'm Trump is not 100% righteous, but no. he's the righteous side. He's on the righteous side. I'll tell you that. Right much. now, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, come man. on. I mean, I mean, I mean, but at what's this so point, crazy is all right. Let's take, let's, there's so much you could take away and still have left. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you could take away the fact that he's the number one rival against. Biden right now, the number one right. Sleepy you, Joe. You could, you could take away the fact that he used to be president, right? He's being charged with having those boxes of Not the documents. classified documents mm-hmm. and, and, you know, unsecured look. Bro, dude, the shit that but, is going on with but, Biden right now, dude, he but, Senator Grassley has come out saying that, that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden each took $5 million payouts yes. from Burisma Ukrainian oil company during the Obama administration. Yes. Right. We'll, and we'll then t- me, me, me and Gary, we talked about this during, during the Trump election. When, when Biden was going up against Trump, I was saying all this shit about how they were involved in the Ukraine. And this is before we're even at war with them. Two well, years later, we're, we're fighting a fucking proxy war. Uh, uh, the uh, and the, the dudes were getting money from that country. You gotta be yeah, fucking kidding. Hold me. on. Hold on. Let me rewind you back for a second. You got, I love your passion. I love it. The excitement, the energy, it's got my nipples hard. But check it out. What I was going to say is, though, you know, just deal with that. The fact that he had the, that's what he's being charged with. But Biden had mad shit when he wasn't even president. When he was a congressman and when he was a fucking vice president. Mm-hmm. He has mad shit in a place that was access- accessible to anyone, including his son. And yet they're not even fucking with him for that. Right. There's obviously two two forms of justice here. And now getting on to what you said, Brian, what's crazy is <coughs> he took the bribe, right? To get uh to get this dude fired. They paid him to get this guy fired who was uh who was a uh, prosecutor. Prosecutor who was looking into the whole Ukraine shit. And then they got video, which I saw yesterday, of Joe Biden yesterday. actually bragging about it, saying to them, yeah, you know, I said, you're not going to get no hold- money unless you fire this dude. 
Where is that video? Uh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this it? Is this it? Hold on. If the prosecutor is not fired, you're not getting the money? Yes, that yes, that's it. And that's what he got the money. That's that's what it said this? the payment was for. Yes, this is it right here. Play that, please. I said, no, I said, I'm not going to, or we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. So you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Uh huh. And they put in place someone who we wanted in there. He was solid. Wait, scroll down a little bit. Was that Terry McNeely? No, I don't know. Hold on. Let me go back. It might have been. Behind no, me no. is a. Oh, no, no, no. no. Uh -huh. right. That's no, his. No. That's his. That's uh, his, hair. Hair. his illegitimate yeah. son. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah that, if he was twenty years younger. Yeah, Sorry. that's Terry. That's Terry. The kid Terry doesn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> but look at him bragging about it. Bragging about it. And in and the emails, it says they specifically paid him to get that do fired. And they're just saying. But I'll say this the silver lining in these indictments. I remember when Biden got in and I said, okay, Trump runs again. But I said, the hatred, the hatred of Trump. I said, I don't care what Biden does. They're not, nobody's going to hate him as much as these lunatics hated Orange Man Bad for four years. But now, after these indictments, now, it's boom. This is riling people up on a level. Dude, it made me get into Trump. Yeah. That's what it did. It didn't yeah. make me, you know, like, I bought the shit they were saying in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But I didn't buy it to the sense where I thought he was racist or all that shit. Right. I just bought it in the sense of. Yeah, what did, what did you buy into? You know, just I thought he was the worst speaking president we ever had. That was my <laughs> opinion of him. You understand what I'm saying? Like I said, right. look, I'm making money, so we can't be doing that bad. Right. And then I also said to myself, look, and if he sucks, it's four years. Let the right. dude, let the dude do what he got to do for four years. How much could you fuck up a comp, you know, a country in four years? I had no clue until Biden right. stepped in how much you could fuck up a country in right. two and a half years. In two and a half right? years. Two and a half years. So and it's like, and then what happened was when I started seeing this shit and I started hearing people how he's a unifier. And yet I'm looking and I'm going, doesn't look unified to me. I don't know. Biden? Like actually, people were yeah. saying that about Biden? Oh, people always say it about Biden. He's a unifier. When he and was I, running. Like, they said it more when he was running. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah, even yeah. I watch. You ever watch those things where they go up to people in the street and they go Biden or Trump? And right away they go Biden and they go, why? And they say, I hate Trump. And they'll go, why do you hate Trump? And they'll be like, he's racist. And they'll be like, well, give, a, give me an example of when he's racist. And they go, oh, I'm not going to have this conversation. And they walk away. Or they say Biden. And they go, why Biden? Well, I feel like Biden is bringing the country together. <laughs> and then he goes, well, in what ways? And they go, oh, I'm not going to get into it. Because here's the thing. They'll state their argument, but there's no way to defend. There's no way, no right. way to defend any, any of their arguments. Right. whatsoever. And what they made me do was look into, okay, let me see what this dude was doing. Then I started seeing some speeches in their entirety. Then I started seeing videos in their entirety. Then I started looking at records. And I said, man, if you took Trump's name off of the, take all the names of the presidents off the pages, take them off mm -hmm. and just show their track records of what they did. Mm -hmm. He would go down in history today as one of the best presidents we ever had. Right. I, and, and I never thought I would say that. And all they did was make me say, I want to see this dude win.
Yeah. That's all it did. That's all they did. All they did yep. was make me go from a dude I didn't give a shit about to a dude that I'm like, yo, I hope this dude fucking wins and yeah. fucking stomps these motherfuckers for the shit. And that, that's happening all over the place. I was talking to people. I was talking to the cab driver who brought me to the airport when I left Miami. He was like, I never filed politics. I never voted. He's like, but after this indictment shit and I see four, two and a half years of Sleepy Joe, he's like, I'm voting Trump. Like, and that's the thing. People don't get it. People are like, oh, but, but the hatred is so, first off, Let's say he came down the escalator in 2015. Right now we're in 2023. That's eight years. The next election's in two years. People aren't screaming at the moon for eight, nine years straight. They're tired themselves out. The supreme haters, they moved on. You know, and it's like they can't. Yeah, they can't. They can't. They can't. They can't uh, hold that for that long. Exactly. And then on top of that, you have two years of them seeing what Biden did. And it's like they don't realize a lot of people are coming around. And that's exactly why they're locking them up left and right. And honestly, this was the same thing that happened in uh, towards the end of Obama's term when people were like, yo, okay, we thought Obama was going to be different than Bush. And he's actually killing more innocent people in the Middle East than than Bush did. So, you know, levying more drone strikes out than Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deported more, deported more people. <laughs> yeah, he kicked out more Mexicans. <laughs> Get him out of here. He did. Fucking Mexicans. He did. That's I mean, like when they told. That's like when they told them they were putting kids in cages. That Trump was putting kids in cages. He's like, yeah, the cages Obama built. Yeah. yeah. The and they're still in them under Biden. They're there. They're right now. There's a kid. There's mad kids in mad cages right now as we speak. Yeah. Kids in cages, which is it's, it's a safe place to be if you're a kid. You don't want to be running out there all on your own. Yeah, you they're safer in the cage than they are in the Rio de Grande River. Yeah, getting raped. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fucking insane, yo. It's fucking insane. Um, what was I just gonna say? That was something I wanted to say. Oh, getting back to it though, if Trump beats this, which he obviously should. You know what I'm well, saying? Not but it's not going to be a verdict until after the election. Of course. This is all just to keep him. Somebody, so, now, here's the thing. I saw a couple of things. I don't know if you'll find it online, but right after he got indicted, I caught a couple of things where they were saying there was talks that they might offer Trump a deal. And do you know what that deal would be? If you stop running, we'll drop the charges, which he's not going to take. Oh, no. No. No, he's not going to take not at all. would rather die. The fact of the matter is, yeah, and that's what's great because it's not a thing of, if you look at it strategically, he can't take it. If he was to take that deal, he would lose all his fucking power, right? So, and I think we might've talked a little bit about this, Brian. So so he really can't take it. But what makes it so cool is he wouldn't take it. Right. In other words, he's not, he's not going to not take it because he knows he would lose. No, he's not going to take it because he just wouldn't take it, which is why he has such a cult following you know what and i'm saying because it is what it is you can say what you want but he is who he is and and the best part of all this is that even this won't work no no <laughs> dude he's gonna be there he's gonna, gonna be, be the president there. again and they're gonna they're be sitting in a congressional meeting there's gonna be a congressional meeting and they're gonna be like boop you have a collect call from president trump <laughs> Do you accept? We accept. All right, guys, let's get this done quick. All right, I only got 20 minutes on the jack. 
You know what I'm saying? He's still going to run. He's Dude, probably it's, still it's, fucking winning. It's, it's so because funny. Because you want to know why that might work? Because everything has been unprecedented. Everything. everything. What they're doing right now is unprecedented, right? Unprecedented, they keep saying, right? So that's another thing that would just fit right in. It, they it, did it all that. Right in. They got him locked up, and the motherfucker still became president. That ain't more. There's nothing more gangster than that shit. Nothing. Because now he just inspired everyone in Rikers, Sing Sing. He inspired everyone that's locked up that if they study hard, get their GED in jail, do a couple of positive things, maybe find God, you too could be president. President of the United States. That's right. You know the thing is, I'm in the streets doing Trump. So I see where the temperature is. I'm in this. I'm up in Harlem doing Trump. I'm doing oh, Trump yeah, in Times yeah. Square. Oh, I'm when doing you Trump do all the over the place for Trump's. Oh it's, my it's, God! It's, 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 dude, when he goes into Harlem and he's like the blacks and he's surrounded by fucking 70, 80 black people with Trump black for Trump shirts. I love the blacks, especially this one right here. I watch it all, dude. I'm a big, I'm a big fucking fan. I watch it all, dude. I watch it all. Oh, yeah, I'm, making, I'm turning that into a T-shirt. The the original me and blacks for Trump at the New York indictment. I'm turning that into a T-shirt. I'll yeah. buy one, dude. I'll buy one as soon as yeah, it goes for sale. I'll, I'll buy one and rock it. No, I, yo, yo, hold on. You, you were, you, what you, what you were saying is it about Trump, and it really proves what he's doing now. That the power that the government has is only how much power you you let them have to a certain extent, right? And that's it's it's really been. The truth for any government, uh, you know, wh whatever you allow them to have control over you is, is is what they can. But you can do this shit. You can be on indicted. I mean, Santos is still in office. He's still in office. You know, it he really sure doesn't is. matter. It's like they, sure say, they say you have to do all of this shit. And it's like, sure. But if I keep doing this, too. What are you going to do about it, dog? You know, and that's pretty much been Trump's whole mantra. He's basically like, come on, try to shoot me. Yeah, yeah, try let's to go. shoot me, baby. That's, now, that's what I'm going to say now. So now let's say he beats this or even he becomes he's president. He's keeping the G, dog. Even, dude, he even becomes president in, in prison. He's going to have fucking agents around him. It'll be insane. Dude, but it'd be like if, Gotti if, running the five families. Here's the genius of Trump, though, because I was thinking about this. Let's say he finds out that there's an assassination attempt on it. Trump is so crazy, he'll be like, no, let him let him do it. Let him try it. And then I'll either, like, I'll either like dodge it Dude. And be like, I dodged the bullet, or it'll hit me, and he'll just do a gun, quick he or he shoots gun, him dude. back. <laughs> nah, dude. Yeah, well, first of all, I saw a video the other day where Trump said he is packing. I did. I've seen dude, that. that does said, not surprise me whatsoever, packing, bro. Okay, and you're saying, how about this? How about he finds out that there's a fucking assassination attempt about to go down? You know what I see him doing because he's so in touch with the community. I see that motherfucker going right outside, Margalaga, whatever, and going on TikTok live and being like, I'm here. Like, what's his name? That trap dude who got murdered, like King Vaughn. He'll be out there like King Vaughn. He'll be out there like 6'9". He'll be up there walking in front of like the biggest LGBTQ fucking building going, I'm out here in your neighborhood. Where you at? Where you at, yo? I'm out here in your neighborhood. Come get me. He'll be like, come get me. You'll see all the hearts going up on the side. Comments just flashing up. Get him, Trump. Get him, Trump. Lickety lick. They'll be up here like, yo, let's lick the block up, baby. Let's light it up. They're going to make Trump that. go full gangster. If you think Trump is bad now, 
Let him do fucking five years, 10 years in prison when he starts getting those chest tattoos. Look what happened to Tupac when he put the thug life on his stomach. Imagine, imagine when Trump puts MAGA across his stomach, son. Now imagine what you went for, okay? <laughs> now you guys are going to create a monster. That's all they're going to do is create a monster, dude. <coughs> Trump is going to be backhanding bitches, yo. He's going to be like, yo, to his man, come over here. Smack that bitch. <laughs> Bow, just smacking congressman in the face. I'm telling you, they're creating a monster. They have no clue what they're doing. Yeah. They no, have no so clue. Right. You're so right. You know what I'm saying? Trump's whole cell block is going to be insane. You know he's going to have everyone working for him. Mm -hmm. He's going to be like, look at what I've done here. I got MS-13 working with the Crips and the Bloods all working together. We negotiated a deal between the Crips and, frankly, we call them the Bloods and uh, they're great people. They're great people. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> uh, look, nobody does prison. Like I do prison. It's incredible. We bring these people together. <laughs> I got to. <laughs> We're doing deals. It's unbelievable. <laughs> no, but I want I want to see him, bro. I, dude, that's a fucking sketch dude, right there. Just him the like at Marlboro with the fucking Uzi. Uh, dude, I'll I'll film dude. that with you. I'll fly out to dude. I'll fly out to New York and film He's gonna that. have that's campaign ads sketch. with him hanging out of fucking souped up fucking Maseratis out the window, like blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Mega, 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 mega. Everybody could be like mega, 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 throwing up the M's and shit. He's gonna have mega shits throwing up the M's. <laughs> fucking. Dude, it's gonna be insane. The first time he says "say less" to a congressman or to a to a to a fucking national leader to some country, oh, like he's dude. talking to fucking uh, Jim Kyun or whatever his name is, he's talking to the dude out there, and he goes "say less." <laughs> yeah. Brian, you better clip this whole section here and dude, fucking put this dude, shit in stories right and now, all types of fucking. Right now, real. he says bigly. That's his thing, always bigly is his thing. That shit's gonna turn into like the craziest fucking shit. Say less, say less. Unbelievable. That's you just know, like it's so real crazy. talk. Real talk. When he starts saying real talk, oh my God, when he starts saying real talk. <laughs> Do you think we'll he, ever get he, a. When he you're... follows up fake news, when he follows up fake news and rips it apart, then he goes, real talk. <laughs> Gary, we got to get you in the White House. He has to give you a cabinet position. Dude. You got to be secretary of... No, not secretary. Uh, yeah, the press secretary. Shit, man. Dude, give me You'd that. be a fire press secretary. <laughs> oh, I'd be better than this bitch. Oh, yeah. Jean Karen, Jean-Pierre. Uh, Dude, you want to know what's fucked up is that when she first uh, started, I was like, oh, she's cute. She's kind of hot. The more she talked, the more uglier she got. Same thing with AOC, which goes to prove to you ladies... You know, even the redhead, even the redhead, the redhead. I was like, damn. But then it's like, nah, you're gross. The more you they talk, the more they talk, dude. There's no one more gross than AOC. Yeah, she's horrible. I agree. I agree. She's horrible. She's like a horrible. I think she's a horrible human being. She's not a chick you would want to date. She's one of them chicks that uh, you would nah, tell your boy, "Why are you with her?" Nah. She invited me to the Capitol. Mm -mm. Nope. Did she? I'm with my boy George. Yeah, yeah, I would just, yeah, see, that's the thing. There's certain people, like, like if I was to get invited by a certain person, I'd be like, no. 
I don't like that person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been in opportunities where where uh, if I was cool with certain people, I could have advanced mm-hmm. a lot further in my career. Knowing, knowing, I know I could have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it was like, yeah, but I'm not going to. Yeah pretend to fucking be extra cool with this motherfucker just so I can, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to roll like that, which goes back to what you say when you're a person that's happy in every situation, man, you know, and I think I might've said this back in our first podcast, like, what could they take from me Mm -hmm. when you're used to having nothing and being happy in that Mm -hmm. and finding a way to be happy in that and, and used to having a little bit and then finally having something. I mean, that's the key to be happy on every level. You'll never be desperate. I found that in the struggles was when I was the closest to my friends and the closest to my family. And, and when I appreciated things more, when things settled down and and got nicer, that's when things, that's when the little stresses started to fuck with us and come between us, you know, friends Mm -hmm. and family and shit like that. It goes back to what uh, Chong said one day, when you don't have, when you don't have uh, big problems, the little ones become big ones, you know? I, I found that when you have big problems, your friends gather with you and, and right. you know, your true friends and, yeah. and your family, you know, you become tighter, you struggle through it together. You know what I'm saying? So there's something to be said about the struggle, which I fucking totally love because it yeah. made me that dude that I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm happy in any fucking situation. I can find peace in any situation. Yo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Real talk. Real talk. First Real time talk. he says that, man, I'm telling you, they're going to create a monster with that dude. dude. Yeah, bro. He, they're going to create a monster. Been, he could have fucking been had like the black vote if he, if he just moved a couple things around. Listen, before he ran, he had their vote. Um, There's nobody fucking named more in hip hop yeah. music. Yeah. My, um, fucking Trump. Uh, yeah. a good, a good friend of mine watches the show. He said that Trump had this uh, when he was running. He had something called the Platinum Plan. That was like for you know. The oh black yeah, for the black. that's when he met with Ice Cube to talk about it. And Ice Cube got like hammered by the black community. They're like, "Why do you meet with him?" He's like, "Well, what the fuck are the Democrats doing?" Well, yeah, and, the, and the thing that my my boy has said is that Trump was the only person to really give a plan just for the black community, as opposed yeah. to every other white politician who will do a minority bill. Right. My boy's black and he's like, bro, I don't give a fuck about what the Spanish community is, is getting. Like, I don't yeah. care about that. I'm a black American. I want stuff for my community, not anybody right. else's. And they lump, they'll just they'll just lump everything in. It's like, oh, the black, the Spanish, the Chinese, the brown, the, the Democrats, the well, Democrats all together. Now the Democrats have to zero incentive to do anything for the black community. If they know the vote is automatic, why do they yeah. have to do anything? We right. got exactly. it on lock. Exactly. Right. And, and Trump was the big him. boogeyman. Oh, oh, we're not him. We're not him. We're not him. But now after two and a half, like I said before, after two and a half years of Biden, I don't want this to be a whole political episode. But to me, everything's ah, man, so listen. obvious. Everything I mean, everything's is so obvious. It's like Biden sucks. Yeah, it's obvious. It's just obvious. Dude, uh, just look at what you're paying out your pocket all the time just for food. You can't get breakfast for under Maybe I should run for office, Gary. Maybe that's what I should do. Should you run know. for office. Yeah, man, I told you. You should. You got the fucking hair. He's got the look. Trump is also, well, first of all, I want to say two things. One, with the Ice Cube thing, people got mad at him because he also said, I'll never have dinner with the president, which he didn't have dinner with the president. He went to speak with him. And when they brought up the fact that he was with Trump, he said, self, what's up, baby? How are you? Uh, I also saw Lauren say hello earlier. What's up, Lauren? Um, 
here's the thing. He said, I spoke to Trump because his people were willing to speak to me. And like you said, he didn't say the Democrats weren't doing nothing. He literally said, if any of the Democrats want to talk to me about it, I'll talk to them too, but mm -hmm. they won't sit down with me. And of course, right. they turned it into he was rolling with Trump because that's what the media does. They manipulate everything. And they do right. it well because for a long time, I was deceived. Yeah. And you get deceived easily when you don't care. And Trump, you'll notice, Trump had real black people. Yeah, at the yes. White House. Obama yeah. had. Uh, hello, I am. It is nice to be a black person here with you. Trump had like diamond and silk, yeah. and like Kanye yeah. screaming "motherfucker!" Like at the, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and who did he get off? Who was the dude he got off to? Did he pardon? Oh, oh, oh he pardoned everybody. He pardoned everybody. He was Moses. Yo, so what about the whole thing that went down? I think it was last weekend with the pride thing where uh with Biden, where they were showing the dude that they took off their tops and the dudes were showing their tits. Yo, the funniest the, the, girls the funniest was, tweet I saw on that was I'm I'm tired of pretending that that trans motherfucker didn't look good. <laughs> the one because when I first saw that, I would comment that I'm like, wait, is that a dude or a <sighs> chick? I'm like, either way, it shouldn't be happening topless at the White House. But uh, yeah, what's going on here? Oh, yeah. That was one of the best trans fucking uh, what's the word? Display? No, that was one of the best uh, switches I've ever seen. Really? Wh it's where is this? Wh which one? At the White House? The one that was topless on that the wall. That like looked this. like a chick. Yeah. No, they, dude, dude. Hips, I said it, back. It had hips. Hold on a second. Dude, dude. She had he meant to say she had hips, but it's hard to say. But anyway, oh no, listen, listen. Her? I said her? No, that looks like a girl. Her? Yeah, yes. Hold on a second. Yeah, I need to apologize. <gasps> I didn't hear the voice. Invited by the White House to attend a pride celebration with both President Biden and Dr. Biden. She's I, alongside beautiful. other powerful voices in the queer and trans communities, were invited to be represented, seen, and heard in unique in a very special way. As anti-2LGBTQPIA+, especially anti-trans, oh violence and legislation oh. runs rampant across our country, I was mm -hmm. proud to be invited to speak at the National Press Club during my trip to Washington, right. D.C. I, I, I can't. In order to... <laughs> I can't. I just gotta, thanks, I just gotta... thanks for showing the tits. But, dude, I, I appreciate it for showing the tits. And here's the thing. You want to know why it's so easy to say her? Because, obviously, looks like a her. Right. And my mind sees that, and right away I say her. Simple. But you know, you know the Biden administration took a fine-tooth comb through hundreds and if not thousands of transes to find that one and be like, yeah, you, you, you up front, you're in, you're dude, in. Dude, the one, I the one back dude in the with 90s. like a fucking beard and a wig like, hey, I'm a trans. No, they didn't get let in. That one got yeah. let in. Dude, I said back early 90s, I said, right, before anybody was even talking about this. I said, they're trying to pull women out of business. I said, if you look at what they're doing in Brazil and what's coming out of Brazil, okay? Now, that's the thing. I, if anyone could say I'm transphobic, transphobic, there you go. That's her right there. She looks great. Yeah, yeah. Hot. That looks he, like a chick. Can't say it or not. That Listen, looks like a chick. Say, dude, you know how many look like chicks? I always said back in the day, right, when I realized watching porn because it's so accessible now, that uh, it took me longer 
to find the porn that I wanted to watch, then I actually spend the time watching it, right? Yeah, It'll yeah. take me 30 minutes to find the one that I like, and then I'll watch it for like seven, eight minutes, right? Because <laughs> I'm real good at what I do. But anyway, <laughs> I realized one day the reason why I couldn't watch the porn was because not the chick, but I couldn't look at the dick, right? This is like back in the 80s. I was young, right? I couldn't look at the dick, right? And I realized that the dick... You know, like it was either uncircumcised, which should be illegal in porn, um, you know, <laughs> or it was too crooked, you know, right? Like, come on, it's porn. It should be illegal. <clears throat> no one wants to see that shit, right? Um, and and I, I, I said, oh, shit, I got a dick preference. Gary, you know, I agree with you. There's which, nothing wrong with that. Which because- everybody has. Okay? And, and any dude who says they don't. Oh, okay. So you don't mind a little four-inch flaccid. No, you don't want to see that. You want like eight to nine inches at least, fucking straight, one or two veins, nice belt. Like you have a preference. So when I realized (laughs) that, whatever your preference, maybe you like them crooked. I don't know, because maybe yours is, and we all want one that looks like ours, I guess, right? But listen, let me finish, Brian. Oh, my God. Because you're not even present. You're just looking to say something. Your eyes are on your screen. So you become present, I'll let you speak. So... So I said, yo, you know, as a young kid, you start getting, oh, shit, I have a dick preference, right? So before anyone says I'm trans, no, transphobe, trans got me through a lot of shit because I started watching trans with women, right? Because I figured if I'm going to if I'm gonna be looking for the right dick, I want nice tits and a pretty face attached to it. <laughs> I figured that was less gay than seeing a dude. You know what I'm saying? It's like you want That's the dick there. great point. You know, and then someone once said, well, why don't you just watch chicks with strap-ons? And you're like, yeah, they really don't know what they're doing. The trans chick knows how to handle it because it's her dick. So you know what I'm saying? So I started doing that. So I definitely have no problem with trans women. But one thing I noticed was the best, the most fun of the whole video was when they're both dressed. Yeah. Because you sit there and go, that one's the trans. Right. And then you're wrong. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) The hotter one is the trans. And then you're like, oh, they're going to put women out of business, yo. They're going to put women out of business and then look at what's going on now that was back in the late 80s now look what's going on they're trying to pull women out of business they're trying to make it that y'all ain't freaking needed they're trying to make babies and canisters in rooms full of bubbles you know what i'm saying they got ai girlfriends dude they got ai girlfriends that start to learn and have emotions yeah that's what i want in my sex doll i want to come home from work i want to go to fuck my sex doll and she has a headache or she's in a mood because she (laughs) learns how to have feelings you know, all you ever want to do is fuck. Yeah, that's why I bought you. You don't know me. This is what I fucking need for my sex doll. <laughs> Wait, what did Self say? What rabbit hole have I stumbled across? <laughs> it's weird, yo. I was talking. I was talking about this the other day, but like the sex change surgery, it really is just body mutilation. You know, they're not. They can't really change. Change right. Right, and the Who fake penis are yeah, and, and it's it doesn't like really, tattoos. Yeah, but it doesn't really tattoos is very work. artful body mutilation, and obviously, like we just saw on that chick with the nice tits that used to be a dude, that you know, well, still is artful, a dude, but now, artful. but now has 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 beautiful tits. Artful, artful. <laughs> they have beautiful but, titties. But yeah, I was just like I was just like reading up a uh, like a little bit of like there's like they they'll put on a neo penis, like a fake penis. And it's usually small, no nerve endings. They don't feel shit. Yeah, they you don't, never... you don't, you don't feel no. anything. Like it, 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 it's like putting on a 
costume. You know, it's that's not. Why it's, they're all, that's why they all have mental issues. They can never come for the rest of their life. They can never come. They can never come. And. And. Really? Yeah, I guess that makes yeah. sense, right? Because they're taking out if you're a man, they're taking out they're 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 doling down all your testosterone. Why do you you're think they're the angriest people? Why do you think they're so angry all the time? Because they can't even come if they do full surgery, they can't come. They can't come. They can't come. Right. Because they would remove the sex organ or it's really tragic, dude. I feel bad. I feel bad for these they, people. They, no, well the right. truth is, yeah, man. You know, it's it's a uh, you know, I feel like the ones who keep their dicks are the happiest just from you know, like the ones who who just like change the top and they look whatever. And, you know, I mean, you look at what's her name? Um, the one that I follow, Blair, Blair White. You ever seen Blair White? I've seen Blair White. That's another She's gorgeous. transition. She's gorgeous. And, you know, she said that she never went for bottom surgery because she doesn't want to fuck up her things. And she understands that she's not a real woman. Yeah. She said for her, it was a positive thing because she does feel a little more comfortable that what she sees in the mirror reflects the way she feels. Yeah. But she's also very well aware that she will never be a real woman. Right. And she came out and said that she wishes, and I agree, that instead of being so quick to transition, because hers was quick, she said. She said she went in and with 24 hours, they had her on hormones. She went into wow. the doctors. You know, they try to say that there's, and I guess some people do go through a lot of Going to see shrinks and shit. I'm sure it depends on where where you're at. Where you're at. Yeah, where you're at. Right yeah. In. You know, this yeah. is from because I follow it. This is what she said. Mm. And and she said that she wishes they would put more effort toward finding a cure for gender dysphoria mm. instead of giving in to people's gender dysphoria. Mm. Mm. You understand That's what I'm saying? Coming because from, coming from. Yeah, to find a cure. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, and there's there's a dude that she does it with too. I forgot his name, but he's I think he's the oldest trans male, and he says the same thing. For him, it made him feel a little like you know. For some people, it's very successful. So to those to those people, fine. I, you know, do you? Obviously, I have no problem with him because I get off to them all the time <laughs> in my videos. Right. So, you know, and and like I said, I got a cousin who did. Look, God bless you. Whatever makes you happy in a sense. Yeah. But when people say you got to accept me. For who I am, and your and this goes for anything. Chicks who put bigger titties, change their face. The minute you start changing shit, the first person not accepting you right. is you. Right. That's the first person not accepting you. That's you. a really good point. So if you don't accept you, why should I? You don't even accept you. Nobody knows you better than you. So what you're telling me is you're not acceptable. Mm, that's deep. Yeah, so, people... ba so, so basically, basically, I was just, I was just reading up a little on this. So, so basically, if you are a trans man, you're a female becoming a man, trans you just start taking testosterone, sh te testosterone mm -hmm. shots, mm -hmm. or creams, or or mm -hmm. whatever. And it's like there, there's people don't even want men to take. TRT and testosterone replacement therapy. I mean, it's illegal in sports for men to, you know, take take additional drugs. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's fucking nuts. Oh, hold up, Brian. I just this actually relates back to my earlier point about politics and how politics is important. But if you if it, it, I know a trans person who doesn't even know that I know they're a trans person, they've never brought it up. 
they're like politically, they like fucked with Trump. So you notice these trans people, it's not just a sexual thing or a gender thing. It's also like a political thing. 100%. It's like, you know what I mean? They politicized it is what they did. Other trans person that I personally know who doesn't even know that I know. I just happen to be friends with her cousin Mm -hmm. who told me. If her cousin never told me that, I never would have known. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of goes back to my point of when you put politics in things, it could it could destroy it. I think politics destroyed the trans people. Yes. And and the fucking um and the whatchamacallits. Um the G's, the L's, the no, the, Q's, the, the, G's. the ones who dress up, the the um Oh, the the, uh, the drag queen. Dude, the drag yo, there's no bigger to me, there's no bigger victim. You know, I mean, the the people talking for you guys did it to you. But when I tell you, no one gave a shit. Nobody about gave a them. It was funny. And I don't mean. The movie, the and I don't cage. mean. Remember the yeah, bird cage? Yeah. And I don't mean didn't give a fuck about them. Like, oh, I hope they know. We just they were cool. Everyone right. was like, they cool. They didn't care that they were doing their shows at night. Right. You know, no one, mm. no one gave a shit, man. Mm. We'd be on the road in Ohio. There's a big Freak. club. <laughs> There's a big club. You can tell by the hands. That's what King Handel says. Yes, that's always um, true. Um, you know, and we we went to that club. Me, Terry McNeely, Mike Merck, who who paid for your tattoo. Fucking, yes, we did. we it was the only club out there. We went out there. We had a great fucking time. <laughs> Nobody yeah. cared what y'all were doing. You guys right. were flying under the radar until you started fucking with the kids. Right now, you want to read to my kid. Mm. Now you want to read to my kid. But mm. why can't he be? Well, the fuck are you talking about, man? What are we doing here? They fucked up with that. Same thing with the trans. People weren't really saying, you know, you're talking about less than 1% of people. Nobody was paying attention. You bought this all on yourself. What do we care? We didn't care. You guys bought this shit on yourself. Bought and it then, on themselves. And then what happened was. It's a fucked up thing. By osmosis. I love my trans people. Yeah. And now they're trying to say, and what I mean by trans people is over 18, do what the fuck you want. Right. That's what I mean by that. Leave the fucking kids alone. And but then, I always I always love my trans people. They got me through some weird times when I was growing yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? So it comes down to, oh, plus the first porn I ever saw, because we used to find it in the sanitation, was a trans. And I was like, oh, my God, they got dicks, too? I was like probably eight. Nine. So I had like, in other words, I'm not intimidated by any of that shit. To me, that was kind of just normal. Right. You know what I'm saying? But no one went out of their way to teach it to me. And that's Mm -hmm. the thing. Children will figure it out. They'll figure it out. They don't everything to tell you, you know, sex education used to be about this is how you have a baby. They taught you how to condoms. Even that was you know, condoms and the pill. If you don't want to have a baby, they, they would dabble in abstinence. Mm-hmm. Now it's how to fist and is lube or spit better. <laughs> how do we go from there to there? I'm fucking Oh my 50. god. I'm 52 and I never still never fully fisted a chick. You know what I'm saying? Still never fully fisted. I, I might have gotten a little like this, but I never got I've never done no and they're teaching this to fucking grade schoolers. 
Look, they don't need to know it. I went 52 years without fisting a chicken or asshole. They don't need to know how to do it or getting yeah. fisted in my asshole. They don't need to know. This ain't important for them to know. I think they'll be all right if it never happens. Yeah, it's true. You know, a 20-year-old girl, happen, a 20-year-old girl who I just met, she's like, you want to fuck me in the ass? You want to come in my face? I was like, whoa! Of course I do. Well, yeah. How did you know? Yeah, but she's leading with this. Yes, yes. He's leading See, with this. And you know what these ladies are going to do? You know what they're going to do with anal? The same thing they did with the twerk. The twerk used to be something special between you and the stripper, you know? And then they brought it into every club. Yep. And then, then they brought it everywhere. And then there's everyone's doing the fucking twerk. That used to be something special. They now, ruined that. Now ruined with the MTV awards. And now that's what's going to happen with the anal shit. This is what I mean when you say, when you don't want everything, everything to be accepted. Every, the fact it's not accepted is what makes it fun. You're taking yes. the fun out of everything. I've been and saying that for years. When every chick is out there doing anal, how are we as males going to know who the special ones are? Right. What are you going to do after that to be special, ladies? Right. If right. you're just right. giving up the a-hole to everyone. Right. <laughs> Gary, how long did it take you to get the stench off your head? It's for educational purposes. Speaking educationally, dude, I've never been with any kind of pussy that stunk. I don't even understand people who say they've been with smelly pussy. Stunk? Stunk? Never. Who are you going? I heard this one dude say to me once, yo, I was with this chick. Her pussy smelled like garbage. And I said, <laughs> I said, I said, what? He said, yeah, son, straight up garbage. Like, you know, like it's been sitting out there and like, I said, and you, and you still fucked her? Yeah, son. Insane. Yeah, Insane. Son. That's why I never went on any of these dating apps or any of that shit. Cause there's men out there like that. There's men out there that'll go with a chick. You go, ooh, no fucking way. It's never happened. It's never happened. Wow. Sorry. Never. Stank? Stank? That's terrible. How can you even get hard if this shit smells like garbage? Yeah, that's, that's nasty. There were some nasty individuals out there. I remember my man said to me, yo, and I'm not going to say his name, a comedian dude that me and you both know, but I'm not going to say his name. He said, yo, you ain't never been on those dating apps? I said, no. And he said, why not? I said, motherfucker, ain't you on those dating apps? He goes, <laughs> he goes yeah. I go, exactly. Because what do you mean by that? I said, well, I've never dude. done it either. I said, dude, you ain't afraid of, you know, you're just hooking up. You're not afraid of just catching something? He said, what am I going to catch? First of all, herpes. Wrong, wrong answers. Wrong herpes? answers. I threw one out. I said, I don't know, dog, HPV. He said, everybody got that. I said, no, no, everybody don't got that. Everybody don't got it. Yeah. I don't care how high the percentage is. You know, everybody, Gato Gordo says the man's got to have standards. But some people's standards is at least if you have two teeth. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he goes, everybody got that. I go, everybody don't got that. Everybody don't got that. And he goes, well, everybody I've been with got it. That's why I've never been on that, ladies. Protect yourself. That's why it kills me, too, where it's like chicks are like my body, my body, this and that when it comes to abortion, as if the only option is to get abortion. Why not make sure you're on the pill or the thing they put in for six months or why does the woman, condom. woman don't got to do it? Yeah, condoms. Yeah, condoms. You know, right. so it's a million, there's a million ways to prevent it. Right. You know? A million ways to prevent it. <laughs> Gotta leave it in God's hand. 
<laughs> Listen, if you're a good pullout, man, you can leave it on your hands and then you ain't going to have no unexpected children. You know, don't get don't get greedy on that last stroke. You know, mm, passion, passion. It's greed. It's greed. And, and you know what it is, man? There was honestly. a thing back when I was growing up called consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a thing called consequences. You know, and people need to stick. You know, people have to understand there's consequences to the actions they do. And now, now here's and there's still ways to get out of it because no, you don't have to take care of that child if you don't want it and you're a miserable, stupid parent. You, but do you, do you, you can think? Leave, but hold on, you can leave that child at a police station, at a fire station, and just leave it right at the fire station and walk dumpster. away. And that's it. Now, the dumpster, you get in trouble. The dumpster, you get in trouble. Bad but time. but you can leave it near a dumpster at a fire department. Right. Okay? Like you know on, what I'm like saying? In a shoebox. And, just, and just walk away. And then they'll, they'll sit there and go. And then they'll sit there. The argument is, oh, but I still have to go through the nine months of pregnancy? Consequences. Consequences. There's yeah. got to be some sort of consequences. Do you think the removal so, of, so of no, consequences? You don't have to raise that child after that, but you at least got to Give that life that's being born life and then give it away if you have to give it away. That's it. Yeah. You know, that's it. Do you think the removal of consequences has been done by design in order to create a weaker, weaker America? It's been done by design by the devil who rules this planet. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. I agree with Gary. Romans, baby. If you read, if you go to Romans, go to Romans. The book of Romans, chapter one. You'd be very interested to see shit because it's like you see shit and you just ask yourself, does this remind you of anything? I'll take it a step further. It's like people used to fucking get married at like 18 and fuck their husbands and shit. Now it's like the pill is like, let's just fuck everybody. Let's just know, you know, let's just have fun. Let's just fuck around a whole decade in my 20s. I'm just going to fuck everybody and then become a wife after you've been through the whole fucking neighborhood. It's yeah. all the depletion of order. Mm-hmm. It's like marriage. Why would you get married? Because it's fucking order. So you're not a whore out there. And same thing for the guys. So you're not out there fucking your home. You're raising kids. Society keeps going. It's funny. I've gotten tons of shit. It's the from, fundamental. From- everybody my age about getting about getting married and the same thing that i've said to all of them is like yo i just you know fuck that they're retarded brian you need need to have some fucking peace the fundamental backbone of our society Mm -hmm. family you know what i'm saying they don't tell the young bucks some chicks will ask you to hit raw busting them kumbaya and my lord (laughs) look they'll always say that but you know someone's got to be responsible you know, I'll admit it, that's not good. I'm not, I can't be, I'm not, I don't think I'm not even physically capable. I'd rather just not get laid. I'd rather be abstinent than put on a condom, which is, which is yes. Yes. Which is another option. It's the options people don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like people I don't, don't, I don't, people don't have no problem. Listen, the thing too. People don't have no problem saying that gay being gay is a sin. Right, people have no problem saying that, right? And gay people get mad when you say that. I think people have what? problems with people saying that. Yeah, yeah people, I, no, I didn't say people don't have problems with people saying it, but people have no problem saying it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. right? Like religious people or whatever have no problem. Yes, 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 yes. Have no problem saying that 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 being gay is sin, right? Mm-hmm. Those same people are fornicating. People have a problem when you bring up the fact that fornication is a sin. Mm-hmm. I sin all the fucking time. I've done it so many fucking times in my life. You know what I'm saying? So it's sin. And God looks at sin 
as sin. So when you're sitting there throwing that stone and you out there with your dick in some chick's ass because they all want in their ass now, which by the way, sodomy is a sin. You know what I'm saying? So it comes down to, it doesn't say if you fuck a girl in the ass, that's okay. Just don't fuck dudes in the ass. Mm -hmm. No, sodomy <coughs> is a sin. You know what I'm saying? So we out there sinning all the fucking time. Stop acting like we better than anybody else. We not better than anybody else. That's why I'm not a foe. That's why I don't give a fuck what you do behind closed doors. But what I don't understand is why do I got to be proud of somebody for who they fuck? Yeah, I'm that's not proud of you for what you, I'm not proud of you for what you are. You understand what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, for, for, for what you do, I'm proud of you for who you are. And you a lot of the evangelical like Christians. Rican, and that goes for all pride. If you're Puerto Rican, I'm not proud of you because you're Puerto Rican. That doesn't make me proud of you. What you do will make me proud of you. You understand what I'm saying? Don't be proud of me because I'm Puerto Rican. That's nothing to be proud of. It's who I am. And, and, and you know what? I'm I embarrassed. Like, of that, I actually. like being Puerto Rican, but that doesn't make me who I am. You know what I'm saying? In other words, the character of a man is what should be fucking important to people. Yeah, and you're a character for sure. <laughs> I was supposed to march in the parade. Which one? This dude invited me to march in the Puerto Rican Day Parade Trump. as Trump. <laughs> Night before, I'm thinking like, hmm. <laughs> I was like, my camera guy. Okay, a, a series of circumstances led to this not happening. First off, my camera guy's like, yo, Scoop, man, I feel like crying right now. I was on my feet for 10 hours tonight. I could barely walk. So I said, okay, but I'm like, you got to wake up for the parade tomorrow. Come on. It's going to be great footage. He's like, all right. He's like literally on the verge of tears. So he hangs up. I'm up till seven in the, I, I can't sleep. It's like 630 AM. I take a melatonin. I'm like, there's another sign. And then I'm like, okay, I like when I do Trump shit in public and crowds, but I'm like, if I'm just in the street and it was supposed to be a float guy calls me. He's like, Hey man, um, we couldn't get the permits for the float, but we're going to be marching. So, so now I'm thinking, okay, so I'm just marching as Trump at the Puerto Rican day parade. I'm like, most Puerto Ricans, I don't even think fuck with Trump. I mean, maybe they do, but I don't know. And this it's like, does. I just called him. I said, Hey bro. Yeah. I said, Hey bro, listen, uh, you know, my camera guy, he can't walk. I didn't sleep. I'm gonna call it off. I just, it was an executive last minute decision. I'm like, let's just sit out the Puerto Rican day. Parade. I'll go as myself. I think, yes. I think you made a, a smart audible on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Has there been any like uh you saw the uh, defense? You saw the defense and said, I don't like the way this line it looks. What's like the worst writing. reaction you've gotten to somebody? Like somebody's somebody's given you when you've tried to go up to them on the street. Honestly, I, I I've I get great reactions. Yeah, People have you had really, bad ones? <laughs> no. Occasionally somebody just won't be into it. They'll just be like, nah, not today, bro. That's it. And then understandable. I'm, and then the only time shit got a little testy was I was at the Smith and Ninth Street station in uh you guys know Smith and Ninth in uh no. like it it uh in Brooklyn in near Gowanus near like near the projects there and I'm no. doing my Trump on the subway shit and there were these black kids I guess like high schoolers oh. and I'm walking up the stairs <laughs> in my in my wig and shit and they're like yo that's offensive yo yo that's a yo they're like yo like basically insinuating that they wanted to kick my ass for being dressed as Trump. But, and then my camera guard's like, yo, let's get out of here. I'm like, no, get out the camera, get out the camera. I'm like, let's get some footage. And he's like, no, 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 let's go over there. I think I saw that footage. 
No, he because he. Oh, you he, never put it in the film. That's not but, the one uh, that you did with those kids because you did another one with a bunch. No, of kids. no, they were all cool. They were yeah, all cool, yeah, and their yeah, parents yeah. were drinking, and yeah. I Venmoed their parents fifty bucks, and that they were cool as fuck. But uh, no, but these kids. But I, my thing is, I well, I like, I'm like, okay, let's walk into the fire, let's see what happens. But my camera guy is like, oh. I um, but other than that, honestly, bro, I. I would love if some shit went down, but I, I that most, hasn't most happened, time, dude. Because every time I watch when you go blacks is, for Trump, is, blacks for Trump, I'm like, oh, dude, oh my god. Because I just have a way with people, Brian. Yeah. And the thing is, he's not trying to get a negative reaction. From exactly, him. you're trying, trying, yeah, yeah. And, and I guess that's what people can tell is they know your intention behind it, and that's why you get the the, the, the good reaction. Did you see what your boy did, Scoot? Man, those ancient Greeks are definitely in hell. Institutionalized sodomy, <laughs> Richard. Richard, what's up, Rich? What the up, Rich? Here in Florida. Yes, they what's do. Up? They were out in full force on Tuesday. Yo, man, what's crazy is your boy. Did you see what your boy did? He went into a, I think it was a, a school thing. You know the dude that did the whole AOC, got a nice butt that you had on your show? Oh, uh, Alex Stein. Yeah, did you see what he did when he went to go speak dressed up as a, he was dressed up as, I think, a, what did he dress up as? Some sort of fucking animal. And he went in there and uh, started oh, yeah. talking. Did you see that shit? Did you yeah, see what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, I don't think I saw that one. Uh, uh, let's I, see yeah, if you can think. find that. Yo, that shit. Yo, your boy's crazy. He did the swimmer. He dressed up as a transgender swimmer. Yeah, he, is that what you're talking about? Alex is more of an antagonizer. Yeah, Mine 100%. More, like the most antagonizing thing I've done in recent memory was Caitlin Collins at, at the Miami indictment. I'm like, there she is. We meet again. That's the chick. That was great. Yeah, Such that a was nasty great. person. But then my boy, it's so funny how everything's connected. My boy, yeah, who's like Roger Stone's best friend, person. he got fired by the NYPD for being friends with Roger Stone because he's like a felon or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, He's like, yeah, I'm going to be there doing security. I'm like, for Roger? He's like, no, for CNN. He's like the biggest Republican militant guy in the world, and he's doing security for CNN. So he kind of – he's like, I'm over here. Caitlin's here. And then we did a thing. It all worked out. It's amazing. Everything's coming up, Jason, right now, man. That's so I came this dope. close to, to getting a video with Trump. <sighs> you will someday. You, you know he remembers you. Of course, 100% remembers you. I will not be surprised. You ready, dude? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, Jason. I would not be surprised. You guys, there you are. I would not be surprised if he contacts you, one of his people contact you. I'm not going to be surprised when it happens. When I go on your shit and I see you and Trump chilling again, I'm not going to be surprised at all. At all. I'm going to be like this mother. No, I I believe it too. And you know why? And you know why? Because of what you said in the very fucking beginning, how you were going home. Getting on the train, the doors are yeah. about to close, and your man told you, this dude's over here, and you said, I'm coming right now. You know what I would have did? I'd have been like, dude, I'm already on the train, <laughs> the doors are closing. And I consider And I would have let that opportunity that. go. I would have let that opportunity go right by, yeah. dude. And never would have ended up right in the Capitol. And you wouldn't have ended up in the Capitol. That's why I got to be more diligent, man, and just, you know, taking advantage of those things. But a lot of times, I just get, you know, I'd be like, ah, I'm already... I don't know. But I'll tell you this. The times that I did say fuck it and went with the opportunity, they all paid off. Yeah. So, you know, I got to stop procrastinating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do it so well. You know, <laughs> I'm so well at hustling enough. 
Well, look, I said whatever makes you happy. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's Go with whatever thing. makes you happy. That's, that's the, the right thing to do. Yeah, because that's what I always did, which is why yeah. I have no record. Whatever makes you happy. It's the truth, because I always yeah. hustled enough. Mm-hmm. Enough to do what I want to do. You know, not everything I dreamed of, yeah. you know, but do what I got to do, do what I want to do, feel mm-hmm. that little thing of freedom, mm-hmm. you know, because freedom is very, you know, people say freedom, but the shit is you're always serving somebody. It's True. a farce. You know what I'm saying? So I guess it's all about what form of freedom feels better. Yeah. Or is better. Because if you go with your feelings, then fuck it. You might as well just be a liberal. That's such a fact. That's what it is, man. It's the it's the and even that word feelings. liberal, like what does that even mean anymore? What does it mean? What does it mean? What does conservative mean? Well, it's changed. It's, 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 it's all changed. changed. It's it's all it's changing. Because conservative is supposed to be to conserve the good things of America, to conserve the history and the good things of America. And when it comes to history, you know, what we've all learned with history is that history, you know, it goes to the winner. Right. You know, because look at what they're doing right now with history. They're changing it around. Mm-hmm. In real you know time. In real time. In real time. That's the crazy shit. Yeah, we're seeing it. We're at that, the fourth turn. That's what we're in, that fourth turn, dude. That fourth turn. Yeah, we were actually seeing And they're like, trying to know. kick up the alien shit too, which I think is is, you know, like we've talked about it before, is like, you know, they're they're pointing up, you know, we got to look down. You know what I'm saying? Oh, by the way, guys, speaking of the alien shit cuz that story came out of Vegas. I was talking to this girl just online, just this hot chick, and she I told her like what happened to me came up and she's like, "Bro, I landed in Vegas. I was supposed to be there 3 weeks." She goes, "I don't remember getting off the plane. I don't remember how I got home." You think the pilot roofied up? I was like, were you hanging out with Dr. Huxtable? Hello, <laughs> lady. So I don't know, but just, just another little tidbit of something weird happening in Vegas. I'm not surprised something weird is happening in Vegas, dude. It's an I'm odd place. Surprised. I'm starting to think the alien invasion is going to come, but I don't think it'll be aliens, man. You know? I think it's bullshit. I, I just have a tough time caring about aliens. Like I'm like, I just can't. If my man Mark is watching this right now, he's screaming at the screen that he said that. <laughs> he said, Mark, by the way, shout out to my man Mark the Rap. We got to get him back on the show because he loves aliens. Marky Mark! But he said, he said that he'd be screaming at the screen because he can't comment. So he'd be screaming <laughs> at the screen. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, man. How come he can't you? comment? Well, you don't have a YouTube account or something? Mark? Felons can't have YouTube accounts. <laughs> <laughs> nah, actually, not a felon, man. He, uh, nah, I think he's he just uh, is either at work or he's not signed up, so uh, they don't they don't allow him to to comment, but he could watch it. But he's probably yelling at the screen because you said you don't care about aliens. He said to me the other day, he sees more evidence of aliens than he does of God, and I couldn't stop laughing. I just couldn't stop laughing. That's my dog. Me and Mark are living proof that that you could get along, man, even if the other dude's yeah. completely nuts. Yeah. <laughs> And you both agree. On yeah, that I said story. it, Mark. I said it. You're completely nuts. He would agree with you, though. No, uh-huh. not really. Not really. Because you got to understand, people who are lost, they think I'm crazy. You know what I'm saying? Gato Gordo says, I treat these social issues like border collies. The people who are truly in charge use propaganda to hurt us where they want us to go, either to fight amongst ourselves or just to comply and buy. And by the way, speaking of propaganda... Mark's right. Mark's right. Both fairy tales. 
Yeah, well, you know what, man? It takes a lot more to believe in nothing. It takes a lot more faith to believe in nothing there, Gato Gordo. Okay? Um, but what's crazy is uh, what he said about propaganda. You know that that Obama had passed a bill which made it legal for the United States to, to put propaganda on their own people, to use propaganda on their own people, which used to be illegal. We were allowed to talk about other countries and use propaganda about other countries. So we Obama passed able a law to make it legal to use propaganda? To make it, to make it legal to use propaganda that against their own citizens. It's That's so what I'm sad. saying. And I was I always black people. Yes. And I always my I was favorite always, race because I didn't pay attention next to the Hispanic. <laughs> my favorite. I love black people. Why did why did the first black president have to suck so hard? I mean, I guess you could take you could take um because he wasn't right. fully black. That's why if he was True. fully black, he would have. Meanwhile, been Donald Trump, on the other hand, that's so, the real first. Black so the president. the claim was Obama signed a law in 2012 allowing government propaganda in the U.S., making it perfectly legal for the media to purposely lie to the American people. The yes. AP says it's false. In 2013, Obama. Assigned legislation that changed the U.S. Information and Educational Act of 1948, often known as the Smith-Munt Act. The amendment made it possible for some materials created by the U.S. Agency for Global Media, the nation's far broadcasting agency, to be disseminated into the U.S. Okay. A post circulating on Facebook with a photo of Obama said he banned government propaganda. All right. Well, you know. I'll look into that because none of that is really clear cut. I got to see what. No, it's not. You got to look at the wording, dog. I know. Yeah, I got to. I got to. I got to look at. The, I got. Yeah, I got to look at that. It actually was. It's pretty much what they said it was. They're right. just being fucking semantics, dude. Semantics. Yeah. All right. It's semantics. Global media. What's the global media? MSNBC, Fox. Well, yeah. So that was the other thing too. That's an interesting thing to look up. The U.S. Agency for Global Media. What <coughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> Come on, man. Think of all it's the all agencies we don't even know exist. Exactly. We know the CIA. We've yeah. heard of the FBI. You know how yes. many agencies we don't even know exists? Yes. Once again, movie, uh, uh, movies, art imitates life. So yeah. if you're seeing movies out there where they're going up to people going, you don't exist, neither does this agency. Yeah, then those agencies exist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And secret societies exist. How do we know, man? Go back to Kennedy. Kennedy spoke about them openly. Doug. On TV. Funny. The, the U.S. AGM Supervisors, Voice of America, and the Office of Cuba Broadcasting, as well as state-funded Radio Free Europe, Radio Free Asia, Middle East Broadcasting Network, and the Open Technology Fund. And and they get their money from the National Defense Authorization Act. Come on, They're man. Funded by the Department of Defense budget, dog. Yeah, but you see, Brian, you, you're you're now you're feeling this yeah. in your heart and everything. Yeah. It's like, bro, yeah. what, you're just gonna make yourself sick. Yes. That's where illness comes from, is stress. Stress, mm -hmm. you make yourself sick. You can give yeah. yourself cancer, you can give yourself a common cold mm -hmm. when you I haven't, Don't. Been, I haven't been sick since they gave me the vid. That was the last time that I've been sick. When you don't I haven't let, been sick when since you don't they injected it into my you. body. When you don't let things get to you, your hair stays black and pretty like it is. Your skin stays good. Everything. But when you're like, oh, my God, can you believe? I can't. And then your head just eventually explodes. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, dude. Relax. Okay. We got Richard with a big one here. 
No, President Obama did not sign anything into law that allowed propaganda in the United States. It is true that in 2013, the Obama administration repealed the decade-old law that smith munt Act, which had restricted the government's ability to use propaganda on American citizens. However, this repeal did not create a new law allowing propaganda, but rather it allowed the government to use some of the same tactics it has been using on foreign audiences, on domestic audiences as well. It is... Is there more to that? No, no, that's it. Oh, okay. I don't know. He well, might I be mean, typing, he might be typing more now. Oh, okay. Also, but I mean, in reality, know. dude, what you just said, though, see, that's the thing, man. It no, is propaganda. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. You're right. He didn't create a new law, right? They don't need to. It's propaganda all day, to. every day. But but the but the thing is, if you're changing it, you know, in other words, it's semantics. It's not a new law. We just changed it. That's like when you amend the law. It's not a new law. You're amending the law. It's an old law that we're changing to fit our purposes. I'm not cheating on you. It's just a girl I'm sleeping with. Exactly, man. You know, I'm loyal because you're the one I come home to. Right. You're the I one didn't get a new girlfriend. I'm just seeing a different one during the day. It's semantics, man. You know? And the thing is, does it even matter? Because if you look at what's going on now, they're doing whatever the fuck they want. I love when someone says they can't do that. Who can't do that? You can't do that. I can't do that. They can do whatever the fuck they want to do. And who are they? Them. I don't get to sit at the meetings. <laughs> I don't get, they, no one's ever invited me, but them. Republican, Democrats, them. Okay. That's don't get it twisted, man. Don't get it twisted. There's always that. There's always that chance that you know, and I still think there's a lot of them in cahoots. That's why they don't like Trump. Yeah, because he's not part of the gang. He's I mad. Mean, Trump is mad because you know, like, like they didn't invite him into the He Man's Woman Haters Club and all the little clubs that they had. So now, you know, it's like what Sonny Bono did, just just on a higher level. You know, Sonny Bono, they didn't let him get, I, I think, a permit for a restaurant he wanted to open. No problem using those pronouns, though. <laughs> Yo, uh, Sonny Bono supposedly wanted to open a restaurant. They wouldn't give him permits. He said, fuck y'all. I'm going to move here. I'm going to fucking get in control of this fucking state, uh, wherever it was. I think it was Florida, wherever he fucking was the governor or whatever. And he did it and then gave himself the permits. Mm. Trump is that on the higher level. You exactly. Know and that's what I'm saying. Instead of saying, can you believe this? Can you believe that? Look at the rules and figure out a way to win. Oh, yeah. That's the most gangster shit that he did when he said, when they say he don't pay taxes. And he said, no, because I manipulated the laws that you set. If you yeah. don't like that, change the laws. But you won't because your friends manipulate the same laws that I manipulate. Exactly. Wokeness is great for smart people because you can manipulate woke people to win at life. They're so easy to manipulate. They're like rope. They're they're retarded. You can't say that. Oh, oops. I'm just fucking with you, dog. Come oh, on, man. All right, YouTube. Yeah, oh no, it'll pull us off of YouTube. But don't forget to follow us on Rockfin and Rumble. Nah, but listen, man. Rumble's where it's at. <laughs> you can say I finally got monetized on YouTube. I've made two bucks. All my videos are unmonetized. Yeah, listen, I'm monetized, yeah. but I'm not monetized. Like, yeah, I'm monetized, yeah, yeah. but I'm not monetized. We're not monetized, nor do I think I ever will be. I don't want to be monetized. Now that I see what it takes to I'm be monetized, fine. to be monetized, we'd have to sit here and talk about like trees. Yeah, like, but we can't talk about how all tree. 
but we wouldn't be allowed to talk about how in New York there's no female trees, so all the trees are gay, which is why when you wake up, all the pollen is everywhere, all over your cars, because you can't, they, they got nowhere to fucking bust their nuts, so these trees are busting their nuts all over your fucking cars. We and Gary found a way to make trees not unmonetized right there. Now you yeah. can't, even <laughs> can't even talk about fucking trees. Because they're part of the fucking alphabet community. What did <laughs> what did Gato Gordo say? I saw you bought something. They're up, turning the freaking trees gay. Manipulation oh. of the uneducated. Gato Gordo said that's the, the basis of Trump's plan. Gato. Gato. I'm only, I'm not even gonna use your real name in this episode, Gato. <laughs> only because you say some stupid shit. No, I'm only fucking with you, Joe. Richard says, speaking of trees, is New York a medical marijuana state or recreational? Recreational, baby. They're selling it everywhere. You can get a bacon, egg, and cheese and an eighth at any bodega. That's right. <laughs> Chopped cheese and a fucking half, half a key, half a pound. And probably a half a key, too, but that's a little, not as little. <laughs> um... What's up with the chop with the chopped cheese? Because that's one thing that didn't, you know, it's never made its way outside of New York City. It's a New York City yeah. exclusive, and um, delicious. That's what's up with the chopped. I've never had one. I've always eaten cheesesteaks, being from the Philly area, and they're different. They're not the same. Cheesesteaks are overrated, in my humble opinion, unless done properly. But I've rarely had it done. Like even same thing with Cuban sandwiches. Cuban sandwiches, one of my favorite sandwiches, but ninety percent of places don't do it right. I would also agree with that about the cheesesteak. Most yeah. cheesesteaks are just okay, unless you have a really, really good one. Donkeys and Camden, number one cheesesteak in the world. I have never had a chopped cheese. Really? That doesn't surprise me. The onions, never. right? The onions, it doesn't never. seem like something you would order. You can order it without onions. Yeah, I don't need it. You can order anything without onions, Brian. Um, I know, but it but just doesn't nah, seem like something you would order. I don't even, honestly, I have no idea what it is, to be honest. It wasn't a big thing in the story. My shit was bacon and eggs, bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon, it's egg, basically and cheese. just they take a cheese, uh, a burger, and they chop it up. Every, any, all so the ingredients burger meat. burger chopped up, burger meat, and they chop it up. And some places uh, put adobo seasoning on it. Some places put, you know, some other type of shit. There's different burger different meat. Lots have different ways of, but it's really, it's really good, man. It's really good. Especially yeah, with pickles. Right. Meat pickles are the fucking, that's the secret. See, this I don't like sweet. chopped up shit anyway. I want to be the one that chops it up. I want my burger <laughs> whole. I want to chop it up. You know Fair what I'm saying? Enough. It's Fair that enough. with everything, too. Like, I don't even like pulled pork. I don't like oh, pulled chicken. Lechon? Pan con lechon? I don't know, man. It's just, the, I don't know. It tends to get in my teeth. I got very gappy teeth. Oh, yeah. And the pulled stuff. I want to be the one who, give me my chicken on the bone. Let me be the one who bites it off. Gato Gorda says, diversity is our strength in New York City. Bricks and breakfast, LOL. We had Greek food, no chopped cheese. That's true. In the story, we were more with the Greek food. You know what I'm saying? And big up to diversity. Yeah, <laughs> no know? no one's arguing that. Yeah, no one's arguing with that, man. I Listen, if people ask me what side, I'm on the side of truth. Yeah, me too. Hashtag. No matter what side of the truth I stand on. In other words... If something is wrong, it's wrong. We know it. The law is written upon our hearts. Yeah. And I know it's wrong, even if I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I lean aware. more towards the Republican Party, but I hate them, too. I fucking yes. hate them. I hate the fucking Republicans. I hate, like, I'm all about God. I met some evangelical Christians. 
fucking what the fuck? Like everybody is fucking rated G. Shout out to God. Shout out to God. But <laughs> up, um, man, I mean everybody's fucked up. Everybody's human beings are pieces of shit, regardless. You know, across the board in general. There's some great ones like you guys uh, and other people that I fuck with. But most people just suck. You know, it's like I always like to believe that because here's what I say about sucky people, right? We tend to give them so much power in the sense of you could be chilling all day, right? Mm -hmm. And then go to 7-Eleven, right? Like you can leave your house at eight o'clock in the morning and then go to 7-Eleven, say around like two o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and too many gods are the right God. Before that, he said religion is the problem. Is, is the problem, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, t- we'll tap into that in a second. We'll touch mm-hmm. that, God, oh, I don't want to let that go. But I just want to make a point. You leave your house at eight o'clock. Now around like 2.30 in the afternoon, you go to get something at 7-Eleven and somebody cuts in front of you online not just cuts in front of you but bumps you and then turns around it's a real dick to the point where you're like just pay for your shit and go and then you're like people suck you know what i'm saying right away you're like people suck meanwhile when you think about it from eight o'clock to fucking 2 30 you were interacting with people on the road people you know there's interaction all around you whether you're walking in the street or whatever and nobody Nobody sucked towards you at all. But then that one person is a dick, right? And you say, everybody sucks. People sucks. Man, people fucking suck. Now you turn that around and you happen to have one of those days where everything's fucking with you. People are cutting you off in your car. You go in. People are being dicks around you. Everyone's being a dick. And then one person comes up to you and does something really cool. That changes your whole attitude. You're like, wow. You say... There's still some good people in this world. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, in other words, you don't credit every, you don't go people are good. Right. You say there's still one or two. Sure. Meanwhile, right. you're forgetting about all those people that didn't fuck with you, that right. just walked by living their life like you walked by living your life. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yet you condemn everyone. People suck. But person does something good, you go, there's still some good people. It's kind of the way we've been yeah. groomed. We've all we all get groomed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when people talk about like, oh, they're trying to groom, we, we all get groomed in some sort of way. It's who's doing the grooming. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the kids, I'm the parent. I'm the one that grooms that motherfucker to, to think my ideology. That's my right. kid. Right. You know? I don't know, man. But I think it's programming, man. You, you, you as an adult, you gotta deprogram yourself from everything. You gotta deprogram yourself from I call it like mining. I learned shit from talking to Gary, from DMing somebody that commented on my thing, and then I learned more about the music industry, talking to somebody I met at a bar, mining. Mm-hmm. That's how I learn about the world, by literally one-on-one talking to people. If it's from a news site or whatever, then it's like, okay, there's some agenda here. There's something. They're, you know, they're sponsored by you know uh, right. whoever. But I find the the best way to learn about find the truth and find every is by mining, talking to the cab driver, talking to Brian, talking to Gary, talking to some fan of mine in Ireland in my DMs, just talking to people. I feel like I'm in the woods with them, like in Africa with a machete going closer and closer and closer to truth. Yeah. Let's go back to uh, what Elgato said, man. Religion is the problem. 
um, when it comes to what? Because I could agree with that on some some extent. I believe I believe religion keeps people away from God. To a I large believe, extent, I believe I believe religion gives people because Scripture says, you know, the the devil says, "I'll give you a land like your land," <clears throat> meaning I'll give you a land that resembles your land a lot, but it's not your land. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I'll give you God, but I won't give you the God. So when you make the comment of, you know, too many gods, there's only one. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? There's only one. And and the truth of the matter is, is that just people, and I've said this before, people are as close to God as they want to be. Because yeah. if you really want to know God, he's going to lead you to the wisdom. That's where the thing of taking in wisdom comes from all over. There's wisdom all around. And God doesn't pass around a collection basket. No, no. But, but there's wisdom all around. And God will use anything to give you wisdom because he even spoke from the mouth of a donkey to Paul. Okay? So if he can use a jackass, he can use me to give some wisdom to somebody sometimes. You Devil's know? using people too. Of course. They don't even know it. That's what I'm saying. Everyone serves somebody. You know what I'm saying? Everyone. We're all serving somebody. Okay, or something or some ideology You're serving something. Freedom is a farce when it comes to real, true freedom. No one is truly free. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so when it comes to like God, I tell people straight up, if you really want to know who he is, go alone in your room and cry out to God that you really want to know. One, if he exists. And two, if he does exist then who is he? Because the reality is most people know God like I knew Elvis. I know the stories. I know all the songs that they pop up on the radio, but I never met the motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I can't really tell you one thing about him. I can only tell you the stories. Mm -hmm. But when I tell you God is a true and living God, mm -hmm. and if he could create all these miracles and create life, then why can't he speak to you? That would be absurd that he couldn't. And I say, call out to him. Because scripture says a broken spirit and a contrite heart, I will not despise. But it also says, if you say, you know, then I will not show you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. God knows the heart. You can't get over. So he says, if you say, you know, then why am I going to waste my time? No, you got to come like a child. And what does a child know? Nothing. That's when you start to learn about God. He'll pull you. I didn't, I wasn't one of the people that were behind the Bible. I was like, I wasn't a Bible toting dude. The Bible ain't what saved me. Scripture was getting put in my head before I ever picked it up. It was just confirmation. There's a thing called confirmation. I don't have a blind faith. I have a spirit that guides me. And that spirit is in every man, but it's dead inside you unless you calling God to bring it to life. And that's how it works. It's a relationship. It's not religion. It's a relationship. Also, I, if I could add to that, and then once it's activated, you're immersed in it. You can't, it's everywhere. It's, it's, it's everywhere. everything. It's, it's the pill dog. You can't go back. You, I can no longer, it's sad for me in this world because ignorance, it seems to be what propels you. You know, the, the wise are looked upon as fools now. You know what I'm saying? Wisdom has become the thoughts of the foolish. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. crazy. And I get it. I get that it sounds mad and it sounds crazy because there was a time that 
I sat on the other side of that. And when people talk to me, I'll be like, that shit is crazy. But it wasn't until the day that I, by myself, really wanted to know that I started seeing things. Because he says, you know, I stand at the door and knock. He's a gentleman. He doesn't come kicking through the door. He stands at the door and knock. Whoever opens that door, which a lot of people open the door. That's what it is when you start talking about God and start seeking. We open the door. A lot of people open the door. But that's not just it. He says, whoever opens the door and invites me in, I will come in and show you amazing things. You have to invite him in. He's not going to put himself into you. He's not a, you know, people think, oh, God, no, it's not a demanding thing. It sounds more like spirituality than religion, less of a code of conduct and more like a path. Religion, that's why I say I believe religion keeps people away from God. My God is beginning. No, listen, the true God brings people together and there's only one. And he, 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 look, we can hear people tell you about a person you know all day until you meet that person yourself, then you know who's lying about him, who's not lying about him. Right. You know, and contrary to popular belief, God doesn't want people hijacking airplanes and flying them into the Twin Towers. No, no. Well, none of that shit. God, Jesus would not be on a line marching against gays saying it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Right. He would not be doing that. He'd be sitting with them probably at a rave and, and they'd all be bugging out and he'd be sitting them saying, if they only knew how much I loved them, they wouldn't be doing this. But then he'd tell them a parable. He'd sit down, he'd tell them a story. He wouldn't even condemn nobody. He would just tell. What them would the, What was it? What would the story be? What would the sto what, what story I, would Jesus be telling the gays at a rave? I have, That's I have the story no that idea. I no, he no, you got to probably. Start. I have no idea, but he would probably say it. Would like there was there was a fox, there was a fox that thought it was a rabbit. You know what I'm saying? There was a fox and, that had a giant penis. Yeah, yeah. Like he would just say a parable where it would hit their hearts. The people who are there to receive it would receive it. And it's the love that changes people. You understand what I'm saying? It, it, you come as you are. And if you've been living a certain way for so long, you're not just going to change overnight. It's a walk. You know what I'm saying? But it's a much different walk when God is the one leading that path than when you're doing it on your own. And you could do it on your own. But there comes a point you have to ask yourself, how far has it gotten me? I've been doing it on my own all my life. Where's the joy? <laughs> Write a parable that Jesus... Gave gay men. Oh my god, GPT. All right. You call it chat GPT. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. GPT. Facts. Did you uh did Facts. you guys I mean when we're on this, did you see that there's a chat GPT sermon uh given in Germany? It, like I said, uh, Brian, when your heart's into it too much, which don't get me wrong, my heart, of course, is in it. But when you start getting overwhelmed by feelings, then, you know, it's, it's sickening. Like he said, there comes a point like it's never ending. And the reason why it's never ending, what most people don't realize is, is that this world is set up to keep us distracted. Mm -hmm. That's what it's set up to do, to keep us distracted from then, what from what from god yeah what's the purpose of life well we were made to love and to be loved by god we were made to be in relationship with god that's why we were made that's why he created us for fellowship but god is holy and we are not so there has to be some sort of bridge that allows us to connect that bridge is jesus 
Anything taken to the extreme leads to problems. Um, but can you love too much? I asked you, Gato, could I love you too much? Is there anything that Gato Gordo could do that would make me not love him? You know, I'm sure the things you can do that would make me, that would make me, um, uh, like, no, but here's the thing. It might make me feel bad or might make me upset, but the actual, the actual truth is I expect nothing from man. You know what I'm saying? And when you expect nothing, then nothing surprises you. And when you respect the fact that everybody falls short and we're all just human beings trying to make it through this world, then, then, you know, then it's easy to forgive. You know what I'm saying? And that's anything. I know a woman who, who her son got murdered in Queensbridge and she went to the, to she the, wrote. whatchamacallit, no, to the, you know, the sentencing of the, of a son's murderer. And, and, uh, you know, he accepted Jesus with her. And to this day, she visits him and puts money in his commissary. You know what I'm saying? That's a crazy kind of forgiveness right there. Because you know what it is, is that when you, when you, when you start to realize the spiritual realm of things, because everything is, everything that happens in the physical is also trans, translated in the, in the spiritual, man. It's, there's two realms. And the fact that we're able to move and have conversation and give thought is proof of it. There's two realms to this. You know what I'm saying? And in the spiritual realm of things, man, um, death and all that really don't matter. Yep. You know, it, it's, 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 it's vicious in this world, but death is death. And if, and if you're a believer and you are in Christ, then, then that's where the rubber hits the road. Because it's like, if there is a better world than this, then what, what are we afraid of? You know what I'm saying? What can man do to me if I know that God got me in his hands and that once my life here is over, there's, there's, you know, the problem is that, I, and it's funny because I said this to someone the other day, the problem is when people tell people, you know, about God, it's hard to believe in something and it's hard to have faith in promises that you don't know. God makes promises to us that are worth clinging to. You understand what I'm saying? Inner peace is priceless and real quick and hard for some to attain. Yeah, man, because you can't do it on your own. Mm -hmm. You know, hmm. and I mean, that's a fact, you know, even you can find inner peace for a while, even in a false God, because every religion has truth in order to have a really good lie. There has to be a lot of truth in that lie. You understand what I'm saying? So religion gives you a lot of truth, but what they'll do is they'll have that one door that really is the truth. You know, a half truth is still a lie. You know, but there's enough truth to find for a while. You know what I'm saying? There's enough truth to get you to that door. And believe me when I say God's so powerful that even if you just open the door, good will come out of it. Everybody wants heaven, but nobody wants to die. That's why I had to use my Mac 11 in bed style. You want to be a crook, take a good look. See your wife going hooked and your son's going to get took. Your son going to grow up calling another nigga dad. Fucking up in school, getting another nigga mad. All the joys and pain your badass should have had. Big up to my man, Can Do, one of the illest freestylers I've ever known in my life. That was one of his lines. Everybody want heaven, but nobody want to die. That's my dog, man. I know so many talented people that never made it. And that's a shame. You know what I'm saying? Some of the greatest ever do it. 
-hmm. some of the greatest to ever do it. And like, because of the way it's set up, they just never made it. And that goes for everything, you know, mm -hmm. sports, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because the brother couldn't play the, the, the game the way, like, and I don't mean the game of the sport. I mean, the things it takes to get there, to mm -hmm. be the one that gets there. You know? Art of the deal. Donald Trump says, he goes, some people are the best this, some people do this. He goes, I do deals. That's what I do. He goes, I have an innate gift for it. He goes, some of the best painters out there, they're just sitting in a living room watching Jerry Springer in Montana, and they never pick up a paintbrush, and they never do this. And he also goes into something. He goes, most people are afraid of success. Success is scary. It opens up doors. It makes you a target. Da, 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 da. And it's like that shit just resonated with me so much. It's the truth. You know, nothing gets me more pissed than a motherfucker who could paint beautiful pictures with his feet. <laughs> I see that shit and I'd be like, this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like he's sitting there, got no arms. Mm -hmm. He's he's a torso with one leg. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting there with his foot. I can't even get my foot that. And he's just got a paintbrush between his toes. <laughs> right? But then and they're painting, autistic. So and, and, and he's and he's painting these beautiful things. And I sit there and go, man, I got two legs, two arms. And look at this motherfucker right here. You know, then I'll say things in my head. Well, would he be that good of a painter if he had both his arms? Just because he could paint with his feet. That doesn't mean he could paint with his hands. And even if he could paint with his feet, if he had both his arms, would he ever stumble across that? Would he have ever said, let me try with my feet and then realized, oh, shit, I could paint with my feet. I just suck with my hands. Yeah. Probably not. Because that's how humans are. That's how human beings are. That's I why, like, the atheists. The worst is shit. I that's think why the, the worst atheists, their worst argument is, like, no, human beings are naturally good. They are naturally, they are naturally good. It's like, no, retard. Oh, I don't want to get in trouble with the R yeah, word. Nah, but it's like, no, hello. Do you, yeah. look, do you look in the mirror and know your yeah. own brand? It's like, no, you're a piece of garbage. That's why. Yeah, that's like, did I did I tell you this that I was talking to Petey and Ray? Did we talk about this on the last episode? Oh, uh, maybe. Did they were talking about how you said man is naturally good? And I we said that about that. No, Petey and Petey and Ray was talking uh, about that. And uh Petey Vansell, you know Petey Vansell, right? And Petey goes, Well, they figured that out when they found the first bones that were like oh uh, yes, yes, we did. Yeah. We, we doubt, he said it had an injury, a broken femur, and they saw that it was. It they was, found the fossil. Know, they 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 found they found the fossil that was like 150,000 years old. It was a broken bone, and they found that it was it was it was taken repaired. care of by somebody. It was repaired, right? And yeah, they go so that proved that they 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 said that proved that the tribe cared more about the person than you know the person being able to help the tribe. Which is so right? many assumptions. <laughs> and dog. I said, and I said, well, wait, you're a minute, assuming wait. so much because this is how my mind works. My mind works like this. I said, well, wait a minute. How about he was alone when he broke his femur and he said, holy shit, I can't go back to my tribe like this because these motherfuckers will eat me. So he was the first one to look around, find some sort of twine and leaves and wrap his shit up and cover it up and wrap it tight and just try to man it up. And they were like, you know, when he got back, they were like, yo, dude, you're walking kind of funny. And he's like, nah, 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 I I'm all right. I'm all right. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. You don't look like you're going to be able to pick shit up and you're like nah, nah what do you you got picked up I, I got it i got it dude don't worry don't worry you know and then what happened was a friend of his same shit happened to and he said listen dude don't go back like that i was able to tie a little fucking you know what i'm saying like who's to say they did it out of love it could have been out of necessity because if that dude would have showed up with a broken femur not walking he was dead they would have ate him you know these tribes back in the day were vicious 
Right. They were vicious. If you think we're vicious now, we are. We are vicious now. But just but imagine when you had to do it. form of viciousness. Yes. Imagine when you had to do it with your hands. You know, like we could wipe out a, a whole tribe of people now with a bomb. Imagine when you used to have to roll there with big ass swords on horses and just literally do it by hand because it was getting done. Mm-hmm. It was just more brutal. Mm-hmm. And That's longer. All it is. Like a and long, long it's definitely it's a lot week, quicker now. Week long battles. It's a lot quicker now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they made these video games with the targeting system so real that mm-hmm. when they show it, it's just a video game. Mm-hmm. You know, I've already mm-hmm. seen that. I got every single fucking Call of Duty. That's nothing special. I've seen that all the time. And then, of course, the other atheistic argument is that, okay, we're not all great, but we're no different than the beasts in the field. It's just you and that gazelle over there. Pretty much the same thing. It's like, no, I innately know that I am superior in many ways to a fucking animal or a mosquito. But they're like, no, 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 no. There's no difference. You're an animal, too. It's like, no, I don't think I'm an animal. I mean, that's the thing. There's all these new age kind of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I was talking to one comedian about energy, that we're energy. That's all it is. We're energy. Yeah. And I'm like, well, listen, my light has energy. Mm-hmm. So if we're just energy, you're saying I'm no different than that light? He's like, no. What would make us different? I said, that light can't create thought. It can't communicate. It can't love. It can't hate. It has, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? There's nothing to that. The spirit is different than the energy. See, we can make some sort of, some sort of, you know, I can meet you halfway. Yes, there is an energy in all life. Mm-hmm. There is and, energy and, and spirit and, in life, in life too. But energy and spirit are two different things, mm-hmm. you know. And if you're gonna say spirit, then spirit of who? Spirit of what? Well, it's like the dog. Saying, the, right? Right? the dog's got a soul. He's got a personality. You know? He knows he's alive. You know? a, a building, a room could have a spirit and an energy. When I was in that house chamber at the Capitol, it took me a whole week to like feel normal again. Yeah. You've been yeah. in there. Yeah. It's it's so in powerful. I used to tell people when I'd give tours there, you know how there's the big flag in the back? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to tell people that was the flag, the original flag that was on the moon and that they, <laughs> they actually brought it back. They switched them out and then put it up there. That's what I told people on the tour. I used to make shit up all the time when I was a tour guide. Oh, my God. I would make shit up. I fucking crushed it as a tour guide. I was good. Yeah, I was great. Yeah, they loved me. I'd be like, you guys know Oprah? Yeah, yeah, we know Oprah. Oprah lives right there. Yeah, my boy. My boy, Leo. Big up to my man, Leo, man. He said he used to do uh, tours for people that came from Brazil. He's Brazilian. So he would be their, you know, their, their driver, you know. And gingers have no soul. You might be right on that. Um, you know, I like gingers, man, because I'm an underdog kind of person, you know. <laughs> but my man, he used to drive them around and he would give them tours. And he and I'd be like, you know the city like that? He'd be like, no, I just make shit up. But I, like you said before, I would mix in truths. Yes. There'd be some truths. I'd be yeah. like, good Cuban spot right there. That's the spot. If you're looking for this, go there. That yeah. bar is fun. I got thrown out of there one time. But, like, I noticed <laughs> they would perk up with celebrities mm-hmm. and expensive apartments. So I was like, let me just add in celebrities and add in expensive apartments. Yeah. I pointed, like, some fucking walk-up, some brownstone. About like, you see that building right there, that apartment right there? It's worth $160 million. Dollars and they'd be like, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> you look so expensive. You see that apartment in the corner? It's worth two billion dollars. <laughs> <Billion> dollars. 
That's great, great, dude. That's so. And it'd be the same route every day, so I'd have the same lie. I mean, that became fake Oprah's place. That became fake J Lo's place. (laughs) Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, because you kept it the same all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That if that's his house once, that's his house all the time. In case they run into each other in the street. Exactly. You know, and they were like, "Yeah, you know, that's Michael. That's not Michael Jordan's. That's Oprah's." Well, no, I went on the thing with this dude, Jason, and then that, then you get busted. But if you have the same information to everybody. Exactly. Once the misinformation is spread enough, it becomes true. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm We're seeing that days. in politics and everything, especially on, you know, one particular side. It's fucking, yeah, he colluded See, with Russia. Did he? It, it's, it's harder now. It's fucking harder now because even with that, like you could be like, and this is where Michael Jordan lives, and you get one person that goes, "Let me see if this shit is real," and then he goes, "Where does Michael Jordan live?" And it's Google. Mm. See, the days of just being confident are over. I miss those days when you could just be confident in what you said. Yeah, and then it would spread, and then that became the truth of your neighborhood. Yep. You know, until like somebody from the neighborhood left the neighborhood and met someone else and said, "Dude, that's not true." <laughs> right. You can't blow smoke into a dog's ear and get it high. Yes, Brian. you can. Yes, Brian you can. grew up. It Brian was a cat. Up, it was a cat, not a dog. Brian, it was a cat. Brian grew up thinking that if you blow weed smoke into a cat's ear, that's how you get it high. How would you even know that? Unless you're a because somebody told he ran, me that because <laughs> he went to a dude who said it with a lot of confidence, mm-hmm. and he made that whole room believe that shit, and then it was a whole fucking bunch Generation. of cats. The whole generation. generation of cats that had got a bunch of ear infections. <laughs> and they didn't even know why. Like, the doctors didn't know because they refused to tell the doctor I was blowing smoke into my cat's ear. And it's it's <laughs> funny. Actually, when I was told that story, it was before the days you had Google on your on your Exactly. It, yeah, it would have to be. Mm-hmm. It would have to be. And he didn't learn that that wasn't true until he ran into me. On this podcast. About on this podcast. Six to eight months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yo, so uh, what do you got going on now, man? I, uh, you said you got you're shooting some stuff tomorrow. Can uh, can you talk about it, or you don't like to? Uh, you say you're shooting a video tomorrow. What's that me? about? Yeah. Oh, so well, I uh, I don't know. I basically I am, I was supposed to shoot an entire music video tomorrow, but now the camera guy is like, we could make it better. I kind of just wanted to get it out. And just have girls twerking, but he's like, "No, it's a great song. We should do a great video," which I do agree with. So, but but now it's like just stress. Now I'm feel stressed. It's like different locations, different. What the what? Yeah. So yeah, I'm shooting a music video tomorrow. I'm at the Double L Tavern tonight in Hicksville. If any viewers are in Long Island, come through. It's the bar yeah. where Billy Joel started. And if anybody is in the last. Vegas area. This is this is when I heard this. There's one person in America, guys, that I said if I had the choice between to meet him or Trump again, I'd choose this man. You want to take a guess at who it is? I'm on a show August 26th with this person. Roseanne Barr is also on the show, which is also exciting. But this person, take a guess. I said if it was between Trump and him, I, I would drop kick Trump to get to this guy. He's a comedian. He's not a comedian. He's not a comedian. Oh man, I, I he's I an no entertainer. Idea. He's legendary. He's a ho- everybody knows this name. You're living under a rock if you haven't heard this guy's name. And it's the Ooh. one person in America that if I you can get a video with Trump or you can get a video with this guy. I'm saying I'm going with this guy. 
Oh my God. August twenty sixth. Who who do you got, Brian? Who do you think? Who? who, who Michael, you Michael Jordan. Michael <laughs> Jordan. Uh uh, I'm gonna say the dude from Family Feud. What's his name? Steve Harvey. No, not Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. Not Steve Harvey. I'll give you a, I'll give you a hint. Think Austin, Texas. Rogan? It's not no, Joe Rogan's Rogan. Comedian. Uh Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Kid Rock. This person just got uh, the uh, uh, a world a record lawsuit. Oh, 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 oh! What's his name? The dude that screams all the time. Alex uh, Jones, baby. Alex Yo! Jones. Yo, fake, dude. Fake, fake, fake. Dude, that's amazing. With Roseanne. When is that? Give us that date again. It's August twenty fifth and twenty sixth. You guys should come in through. Vegas. Yeah. It's the Reawaken America tour. I did it at Trump Doral in Miami. I did 15 minutes of Trump. They loved me. That was the evangelical Christians, 5,000 evangelical Christians. One guy was a Pentecostal. He tried to get me to speak in tongues after. I'm like, bro, I got shit to do. Uh, <laughs> I don't got time to learn. He that. was like, he was like kind of gayish. He's like, have you had the Holy Spirit in you? I was like, bro. I- <laughs> He's like, I'm going to need you to open your mouth and I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder. But what's crazy is I started to feel this energy, and I was like, I got to shut this down. Then they tried to baptize me in the pool at Trump the rally. I said, guys, I got a flight in two hours. I'll take a rain check on the baptism. I'm like, they're like, they're like, are you baptized? I'm like, yeah, when I was a baby, like a normal fuck. Doral's a great place. There's some really, could, really good Cubans. I could just picture Doral. them. I can just picture them carrying you, fighting, holding your legs and your arms, bringing you to a fucking lake. <laughs> The power of Christ compels Swimming you. pool at the luxurious Trump Doral. Fucking oh everybody's getting God. baptized. I'm like, in I don't know. I literally did have a flight in two hours. <laughs> oh, shit. I got, I got baptized in the rivers of the Jordan. Where did you get baptized? In the pool of the Trump Doral. <laughs> in Miami. In Miami, son. Boo-boo. Boo. <laughs> then you come up. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Whoa, that's refreshing. Woo! Because everybody knows even showers feel better when you take a bump before them. Amen. <laughs> Nothing like a bump before a nice hot shower. Ain't that a fact. <laughs> Yo, I love having you on, man. I got I just gotta look. I got I got Springfield tonight, man. Springfield, New Jersey. Most people don't know where it is. You'd be surprised to realize how close you really are so if you're looking to do something like check out me and my man buddha tonight i'm opening up for buddha it's gonna be a dope show last night was incredible come out to scotty's uh uh what is it comedy cold scotty's comedy cold show that flyer one more time there you go located somewhere just put his comedy scotty because you know put it put it in you'll find it man you're probably like 15 20 away 20 minutes away if you're in new york it's very close to new york um otherwise check me out at acjokes.com and um, other than that, follow Brian T. Licata at Brian T. Licata, me at Gabby G. Garcia, Jason, Jason Scoop Comedy yep. on Instagram, Jason Scoop Comedy on Instagram, plus follow his podcast. Yes. The Trump Podcast, man. This la- latest episode is one of my favorite ones I've ever done. You have it. I couldn't have said it Clearly. better myself. I did everything right. And they indicted me. Unbelievable, unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad we have this podcast here where we can get together as family. And that's what we are. My viewers have a tremendous relationship with you, the viewer. 
And uh, a lot of you were there with me on Tuesday when we were indicted so unfairly. You look at the other. Excellent. No, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You want to play yeah, the whole thing? Man. Yeah, you go clip it from there. You'll know when to stop it. Go ahead. Go. Go. Let that go because he was going into something, man. I got caught up, man. Down. Volume. Volume. There you go. Wrong. Who did nothing wrong? You got my opponents, DeSanctimonious and Mike Pence. They're on a grinder date. Well, I'm indicted. You got Vivek <laughs> Ramaswamy out there doing his best Barack Obama impression. Good. I like him. I like him. You got all the others doing God knows what. Meanwhile, Donald Trump, the guy who all I ever did was entertain and make our country great again. I'm indicted, fingerprinted, uh, treated so unfairly. But, folks, I want to start out. Before we go. get into anything, and we've got a lot to, we got a lot okay. to get into. We've go. got a lot there of clips go. to show you from Court on Tuesday. Oh, a lot of people Blacks for Trump Part 2. You remember Blacks for Trump 1 <laughs> blew up all over the internet. Blacks for Trump 2. Right? It's sequel. Sequel. You know, sequel, you need more characters. You add in new <laughs> characters. It's like Barbershop. Then Barbershop 2. <laughs> oh, we'll add in uh, Nicki Minaj. We have our own Nicki Minaj. You'll see. African American woman and a lot of people, a lot of things, a lot of things. We talk to some homeless people. You say homeless for Trump is through the roof. I've told you I win with the highly educated. We win with the poorly educated. We win with the homeless. Check out the Trump podcast. That was only like two minutes. He's amazing. It's an amazing podcast, man. I fucking love it. And then I talk about the rap song after that. I'm like, we've got rap song coming. We got music video. They say, you know, I got a call from Hollywood. It said the phone went ring, ring. I said, who is this? Unlisted, but it said Capitol Records. And I pick up the phone. It's this guy says, hi, I'm Michael Cohenberg Steenstein Stern. <laughs> and I'm from Capitol Records. And they said, congratulations. You have two in- you're under two indictments, which means you get a hip hop deal. Yes. Yes. Yo, actually, you, you I thought you were going to go the other way with the Capitol Records, like the, the records. Oh, no, that's great. Like that. The fact yeah. that you even use Capitol Records, brilliant. Oh yeah, my genius. god, fucking brilliant. Uh, two things that I just thought of, man. One was when you talk about sequels, right? I had an idea where the first movie is the sequel. <laughs> Right, the first movie's a sequel, and you start it literally as a continuation with no flashbacks. <laughs> you just start, and now it's up to the other people. Like, you started at, like, give the name five, you know, and you literally have like a long story behind everything, but you don't, you know, no flashbacks. Everyone's just it. supposed to know who they are. I love it. That's one thing, because you mentioned sequels, and then the fact that we're talking about all this politics. Listen, if there's anybody with money, I'm giving you a million-dollar idea right now, all right? Presidential buds, where every bud is named after a president. I love that. So you got, like, Sleepy Joe, which is obviously a fucking, you know. That's a great idea, dude. You know what I'm saying? And then you have, like, the strands that you mix. You use cabinet names. You know, it's all political. Clinton gets you mad horny. Clinton is definitely. I did not inhale. I did not inhale. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? All presidential buds and shit. You know, you call it presidential buds and you use all the fucking presidents and each each kind of strand represents the president that they are, man. I love it. 
brilliant idea. You get like an orange bud for, for you know, that orangey bud. You get that for Trump. You come up with some cool Trump bud name. Gets you hopped up. George Washington is like old Mexican. It's like the old Mexican shit. Old school tie or something like that. I love it. There you go. Chocolate tie would obviously be something with um Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a million dollar idea, man. You know, I, I get all my buds from presidential buds. Buy American. You know what I'm saying? You use all American fucking bud. Nothing imported. Love you guys, man. Jason, thank you. Hey, my pleasure. Stay on so I can say it properly. Yo, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time. Thanks for checking us out. Peace.